Welcome to Pretending to be Wizards, our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. If you enjoy our content and would like to help us grow, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also support us by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash p2bw and become a part of our game. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone, we're back. This is, this is Pretending to be Wizards. Words are hard. I'm Sid and I'm joined by... Kayla. Carter. Henry and also Henry. agrees that words are hard, but he's here. <laughs> uh, do you want to take off? His call. Um, oh, yeah, his call. Oh, yeah. But we're back in Eberron doing Eberron things. <laughs> what? Is that, is that Mr. Cellophane? Did y'all hear the trombone? <laughs> so do you guys remember what was happening last time? What y'all were doing? We were hanging out with Rain, and we were trying to find uh, the fake nun. That's right. I almost said we were fishing. <laughs> That's two episodes ago. <laughs> My memory's twice as good as it needs to be. His memory came back. I don't know if that's how that works. It that is. is. His memory came back in the form of someone else. Is that? That's a. That's I don't know. That's not that's relevant, but that is a good song. Gotta lyric. be a good Kingdom Hearts reference. No, it's a, no. it's a song lyric. Oh, okay. It's from the. Not relevant. <laughs> but his memories came back. Yeah. In the form of someone else. Never mind. Okay. Okay. Anyways, it's from Spider-Man. The Spider-Verse soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, I guess I. D- you know, I just watched that movie. I haven't had time to dig into the soundtrack, even though it is fantastic. It's super, super good. It's right. fantastic, and I love that Sunflower song, even though Post Malone did it. Right? And you can you can go and tell him I said that. <laughs> even even though. Good. I yeah. will. I Despite will send him a t- Post Malone, it was still good. <laughs> I'll send him a text message. Like, I remember. Like, he'd be like, I don't know why you'd be so mean about it. Like, I wrote it, and I'll be like, yeah, and like... The will, of, the will of God was delivered to Israel through Babylon, so, like, say what you want, dude. <laughs> Damn, that escalated very fast. <laughs> so, anyway. I was trying to find a milder analogy, but, like, there it was, That's I the guess. only one you could come up with? Yeah. Genocide? And like that, hey. Ridley died. <laughs> it wasn't genocide, it was enslavement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We can't restart. No, no. It's too late now. Alright. So you guys, traveling traveling through the streets, you guys were heading back to the police station from the convent of nuns. Yeah. Because you had things to ask the police officers, I guess. We Wait, did? No. Something? No, we were looking for the girl. You were. Y'all went to the place and we y'all found... got her name and yeah you were we like, had to look we're... for her family that's right we had to go and look and see if she had any close relatives i remember now uh looking for close relatives um that she might be um running to to use yeah. as a hiding place or safe house yeah on it i remember now that's why y'all were going to the place <laughs> um also uh, i sent y'all in the text message um like the bounties and stuff for later yeah. But, um, so, heading through Fairhaven, uh, on the way to the, uh, Royal Guard headquarters, I keep thinking, like, Metropolitan, and it's hard for me to be, like, Royal, like, City Guards, Metropolitan Area, and not be, like, police. They're not really police. <laughs> there are guns, I guess, but not really. Mm-hmm. Most of them have, like, swords and spears. 
I was going to say, like, well, you know what? British police officers don't have guns either. But then you were like, swords and spears. I was like, yeah, they don't They don't have those either, either. So Yeah. I'm sure there are some that, that preferred weapon as a club. Be, like, be a lot cooler if they did, though. <laughs> There's a couple that only use shocking grasp. <laughs> um, Wait, British police officers? No, it's just a couple. No, it's a taser, Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, the... Little, little known fact, uh, all police officers in Great Britain went to Hogwarts and no magic. I believe it. Okay. Um, oh, no, it's the wizard caps. <laughs> no, it's the wizard, it's the wizard police. <laughs> it's the wizard caps. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. You guys are uh, heading, heading on your way. You travel underneath the lightning rail, um, and you hear the train go over. Uh, as you look up, you see... A person falling from the lightning rail, relatively close by. Um, uh, are, are, are they like how relatively close by are they? Uh, probably twenty yards ahead of you down the street. They they're coming off of the rail and falling down. Um, oh no! It's probably uh, it's probably like sixty oh, feet off the ground, oh, like shit. a big overpass going around. Um, do you have you have something that you're gonna try? I, About I, to find out. <laughs> I was gonna try and cast hold person, but that wouldn't technically exactly hold person does. in the air. So that would be a dope use of that spell if it worked that way. <laughs> I don't have any levitate. I don't have levitate or featherfall. Okay. Oh, um, um, also, if you try and run up and catch someone, it doesn't make a bit of difference. It's okay. <laughs> Our Conrad has wings. Um, it does say con. Did you say Conrad? I did. Com- comrade? Okay. Um, but it's actually okay, because the this person falling, as they get close to the ground, their movement, their fall speed does actually slow, and they catch and land okay. Oh, okay, yeah. You see them ahead of you. They're wrapped in dark cloaks and everything. As, they, as they started to slow down, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I stick my hands out, and like, I'm, hey, guys, I'm doing it. I got it. It's also still like... 4 a.m. Like, I mean, not 4 a.m. It's really late, though. Like, you guys... You guys started the search when you got into town, and it was already mm. dusk when you started the search. And okay. So. If it's 4 a.m. and we're trying to solve crimes, can you make your voice a little more noiry? Noiry? Please. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Um, Wait, like the video game? So he needs to, like, have 30-second pauses <laughs> <laughs> that don't make any sense? I'm going to make exaggerate facial expressions just to show that I can and not say anything through most of it. L.A. Noir. It's a super fun game. Everyone play it. <laughs> um, but uh, the figure lands. Um, you see that they're now a pretty small person. They're um, wrapped up in sort of dark cloaks. Um, they look up at you and you see these sort of piercing purple eyes. They're not like glowing but you can sort of see they have, they like reflect and you can see them. And then for just a second you see a flash go over their face and uh, they begin to run. And they're heading down the street. I chase after them. Okay. I also chase after them and I start yelling excuse me, do you have a minute to talk about our lord and savior? <laughs> just to know that, they're, that we're not threatening. <laughs> As we're chasing. Uh, wait. I, I, as I'm running, I'm like, you're, pre, you're pre-approved you're pre for this new offer. 
It's four o'clock in the morning. We're shouting. I say two a.m. I'm gonna fix that. Two. Let's say two a.m. Still late, but not. It's two o'clock in the morning. We see a mass figure, and we instantly just start shouting. Like you guys are like the only ones on the street right now. Stupid things. It's like it's like every image of Gotham City. Guys, right now. So sign up for a new Explore tablet. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So they uh, they duck into a corner. Wait, come back, your warranty's about to expire. (laughs) Um. (laughs) So, uh, as you catch up and reach the edge of that corner, you, uh, see this person standing over, um, a body that's there in the alley. Oh, shit. They're sort of recoiling, afraid of, of it, and then they look back and see you, and, um, you, you hear, you see them pull down their, the scarf or the mask, and this, this... This, this wasn't me. This wasn't me, I promise. I believe you and I cast Hold Person. Uh, what save is that? Um. Uh, they didn't do very good, but... It's a... Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw? Mm-hmm. Oh, they did not do it. Um. <laughs> I cast Mage Hand and make it look like I'm helping. Just, okay. <laughs> they're just, like, stuck in place. Um... There is a uh, body of what looks to be a guard there on the ground. Um, a human guard. Uh. Oh no. A fallen Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what? <laughs> Okay. What? So what do you do? What do you? Um, you have so, you have frozen this person in time. Okay, so uh, I okay, I have things that I can do to try and help. Does this person look like on the ground? Do they look super duper dead, or they look kind pretty of pretty dead? dead? There's a pool of blood. They're pretty dead. They're, okay, then um, they're pretty long gone. Okay, well, in that case, I'm just gonna. Say okay, then you tell us your story. It's not like you can go anywhere, anyways. Um. Also, hi, my name is Sud. Uh. <clears throat> my my name is Andre. Uh, I am traveling here from Carnath. Uh, you know, train is a little crowded, falling behind. I've got places to be. You know, I I had I couldn't go through all the the customs and all that. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if you guys are traveling with a guard, and, uh, I turned the corner and found this unfortunate chap. It's okay, man. Uh. He breaks out a whole person now. No! Okay, wait, don't, please, please don't leave. We're not gonna, we're not, you're not in trouble. Please don't leave. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't starting to run or anything. Okay, but he good. just he, like he breaks out of it. Like he, okay, that's that's fine. Because he get he can make it every six seconds. Yeah. Is there a person with us besides Rain? No. Okay. She's still visibly a guard. Like she. Right. Um. Even if she did have on her like evening leather jacket, like she has like the chain <laughs> the chain badge up front. Like like just like a. 
Inspector Streetwear just wearing the chain. Exactly. Right. I kind of have expected her to look like um, Rosa from um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Exactly after she dresses now. That's canon. Good. <laughs> Great. Um, so, you have Andre here. You have the body of a guard. Um, Ray is currently looking at the guard. Um, as you look at um, Andre, he looks sort of like a halfling. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still mostly covered pretty well head to toe, but he's uncovered some of his face. Halflings don't have eye glint. They're humans, and they can't see in the dark. Do you know that? Roll me an intelligence check if Soot knows that. They put halflings in Eldine. Uh, that is... They're like tinkerers and shit. <laughs> so that's knowledge or history? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, history. We'll call it history. We'll call it history? Okay. Knowledge of uh, people. Oh, shit! It's a 13. Um, I don't know if you'd know that. I don't know. Aww. Okay. I don't know why you would have a reason to know that. I don't... Okay. Do people go around talking about, hey, I can see in the dark all the time. It's sure as nice that I can see in the dark. I'm really glad I can see in the dark. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> yeah, I go up to everyone. Remember that logic? You're not sure really can see in the dark. You yeah. just think that he's just following you all the time. He uses all that fire magic so he can see when there's dark places. <laughs> I go up to every human I see and I just go, hey man, sucks to not be able to see in the dark, right? <laughs> just like the shittiest person. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Okay. Yeah, I'm not um, certain if, I'm not certain Soot would really know. That. Okay. Um, Halflings are not super common in most of all right. Corvary. Mm-hmm. So, besides us, what else are you trying to run from? Mm, I'm realize- not certain I should answer that. I realize. Or have to. <laughs> as he sort of like starts to ease around you. Um, Rain stops him and just goes... And it's just like, I know you're not about to run from a guard. He's like, you're right. Shouldn't be doing that. I didn't do anything wrong. I just fell out of train. No big deal. By the way, are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm good. A I'm good. 60 foot drop, my dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm fine. Yeah, Andre, the giant fall really should have had an effect on you. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you make a halfling named Andre? <laughs> because the Carnathy people are Russian. <laughs> so, Wait, so out of all three of us, I was the only one that made that connection. I guess so. I wouldn't even think about it. I was like, oh, cool, Andre the halfling. I get it. I just pull characters from to- from War and Peace. Like, I just, <laughs> when I name my Carnathy characters. Fucking sure. <laughs> so, Andre. The more you know. <laughs> is there a war going on out there? Mm. Not anymore. That's fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> know your country's know your country's history. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this is fun. Um, are you gonna do anything with the dead person? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. okay. Does he got anything valuable on him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. God, gee, what can I do? Rain just off to the side, like, taking notes and stuff. Oh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, because she's, like, a 
good, whatchamacallit. Um, Ridley just says, there are many suspicious things happening here, but I don't know what to do with this halfling. <laughs> and then he goes and looks at the body instead. <laughs> I would like to investigate this here body. Investigate away. Oh, uh, you know that was a nat 7. Uh, with... Your investigate's pretty good, though. One of us knows that. I thought. Yeah, it gets in... Well, it gets intuition. Are you proficient in it? I don't know if you were. Uh, I only have three proficiencies. Is that right? Uh, that seems a little low, but I'm not certain. Whatever. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> there we go. So. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, so, uh, he looks to have been killed by something magic. He doesn't, like, it doesn't look like a knife wound. It looks like he was struck with, uh, like, force magic. Uh-huh. Um, you also see that he has, uh, an empty sack with him. Oh. Okay. Good. <laughs> what? Okay, I was like, it's a, a pun. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you see on the. So what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm really just sitting here with this guy, and I'm trying to like keep small talk going, so that way <laughs> he doesn't run away. Even though I know he's not going to, but like. <laughs> How rude would it be to run away from somebody who's just trying to do small talk? Like, that sounds like a perfectly reasonable thing. <laughs> small small talk is terrible and draining. I, I would like to run away. <laughs> Not bad. Roll to evade small talk. Roll to. Ooh, I wish I could do that. Is that a is that a dexterity check or a charisma check? Is that a real life thing I can do? <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you want to do any investigating or anything like that? Um. With. Can I investigate the alleyway? Yes. Roll. Uh, it's going to be perception, though. It's okay. Be a more general. That's fine. 19 plus 7. Hmm. Hot damn. Okay. You see everything all the forever. Of course I do. You're that um, dragon in the English adaptation of Beowulf. Yeah. Um. So you look around, you do see um, a couple of footprints that look to have um, left blood on the ground uh, heading out of the alleyway. Um, I guess smallish feet. Um, Ask the halfling what his shoe size is. This is like, you you just saw me land here. That's fair, you're right. (laughs) Um... You also see that it looks like the body was drug a little bit down this alleyway. It's a secondary location. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We're never going to find the murderer now because it's a secondary location. Straight You're smites! Dead. You're dead. <laughs> it's a secondary location. You're fucking dead. Straight oh, smites! no. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, Rain says we, we have to get back to the Precinct? Headquarters? I don't know. <laughs> the precinct. Uh, Guard tower? Fantasy precinct. Fantasy precinct. There you go. 
<laughs> you, you knew that in your heart. Yeah, I guess. Um, but we gotta get back there. Um, <laughs> what are we gonna do with the body? Um, Take it with us, or...? Uh, we can... I'll send some people uh, down this way so they can investigate further. Uh, that's not to mess with it too much. Is it gonna be okay by itself? Uh, it looks like it's probably been here for a couple of hours at least already, so we're going... Wait! I can do this! What do you have? I have sending. Okay. What's the name of the person who needs to know this? Wait, are you gonna airdrop oh. a body? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, uh, it's, you can send uh, a phrase. You okay. can send I can send a 25-word phrase. Okay. All right. Um... Uh, so, Rain goes over with you, like, who you need to let know, and who you need to, uh, inform. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be another spellcaster there who can respond to you as well. Awesome! Um, so what do you say? Or okay. We can, we can just say you and Rain can go over what to say. But. Okay. But, um, 25 words or less, um... Uh, Detective Rain... On the case, found a dead body. In current location. In street by street, you know. Street and street. Street. Um. Send help soon. You can reply to this message. They can't directly, but... Oh, okay. (laughs) Or at least a donkey with bag. You said send help. Oh. Uh, So, okay. Um, uh, Maybe snacks. I'll say if you went over with Rain, like, you, uh, you also got, like, the officer's name who was there and was, was able to send that because he said a few more words. Yeah. Um, and uh, just like asking what goes up and stuff like that. Uh, you guys head out into the street. Rain sort of like uh, sets up some little like flares that mark off the area and stuff. Um, and you uh, hear back sort of like in the back of your brain you hear um this voice responding to you and it says um, uh, copy that he was delivering the amulet back to the temple we will have units there soon okay um I let you guys know that Mm -hmm. and um, also in a surprise to no one uh, the amulet is stolen again. Why did they send out a single guard to deliver it back to the... I don't know. They know this person is armed and dangerous. It was less conspicuous that way? Chances are most people didn't know the amulet was even missing. Power still seems to be going Yeah, to but the, the person who is missing, who stole it in the first place... Right. So we can assume it's their footprints. They're small, like a lady. That's not what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're dainty. <laughs> They're dainty feminine toes. Oh, yeah, that really looks like the feet of a nun. 
How many nun feet have you seen, sit? You pervert. <laughs> oh my god. You like that, Are there huh? more? Are there more footprints? You Not bastard. Really. <laughs> Ridley definitely says. <laughs> hey, Ridley. Hey, Ridley. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Uh, are there are the tracks clear enough for us to follow? Um, you can make a survival check. Um, can I help in this endeavor? Uh, yes. I have a seventeen plus seven. Oh damn! Just in case. <laughs> oh, you have to answer that crit. That crit. That critical success. You start walking the wrong direction. Really. Um, so you, I'm like that guy that like, is this music? And I like touch a brick. I'm like, is this blood? <laughs> so you like, um, so so is you kind of butterfly? you kind of tap into your your tracking sense, and you get sort of like, I don't know, Witcher vision, and you see like little track spots, and you can sort of get a hint of a trail. Um, and then the inner dialogue of Hennessy <laughs> Williams pops into the back of my mind. Um, it starts heading... Uh, I'm not drunk enough to voice that. <laughs> <laughs> it starts heading um, sort of northeast um, and starts to cut through some of the back streets. Uh, gets, All right! <laughs> <laughs> um, it gets. It starts to get a little muddy along the way. Like, you, they've... Uh, you're trying to go through on concrete, which you're not really accustomed to and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Andre has come along with you, and he says... Um, Pardon me, what exactly are you looking for? A necklace. A necklace, okay. Do you happen to have some details on it? Um, I'm pretty good at finding lost things. Eighteen. We should make us. We make a. We should make a little talk off to the side. <laughs> yeah. 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 A little, little halftime talk. Um. <clears throat> so are we gonna trust a person who we've only known for about literally a minute and a half, um, but also fell from the sky at about thirty or sixty feet. Well, my name is Ridley, and I'm here to say that our shit's fucked either way. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, you're right. And so, why not? Right, what do you think? Um, uh, I'm not 100% on this guy at all, um, but uh, you could look in the opposite direction, and he fell from the sky as a sign. I fell from the sky. So You did fall from the sky, you, you are correct. cannot argue with that fact. <laughs> and we're glad that you fell into our lives. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, listen here, Andre. The well of a raw <laughs> was in that bag. Okay. Um, like a dozen people in the entire city knew it was gone. Most okay. of those more cops. Three of them were drunk two, dudes. Two of them were super drunk. One of them uh, was the one that stole it. There's one fake nun that probably killed this dude and stole it back. 
But yeah, like a super fake nun, though. Super fake nun. Super oh, fake like nun. she got that shit at Party City, y'all. Like it was <laughs> really bad. Like it had like the sexy slit up the leg and everything. Yeah, she didn't even try and sew it up. Like the little weird like nylon like bralette thing is still like sewed on the top, and everyone's yeah. like, "It's kind of weird." And she's like, "It's my habit." <laughs> <laughs> didn't even didn't even know how nun apparel yep. works. No, either. no clue. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. So, do you know much about what it looks like? Have you? Have you? No, but I do know that the magical power that resides within it is so great. We know that it's like somewhere between like metal and dinner plate sized, and and it has uh, writing of the. Oh gosh. The what host? You're the you're the cleric. The sovereign host. Yeah, it's got okay. writings on it describing okay. the sovereign host, right? All right. So mm, specifically, the one that's about light and honor. Gotcha. All right. And say so this is magic. Do you know what kind of magic? All of it. It was abjuration magic, right? And that it was. was... Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so give me about ten minutes. I think I can. I can sort of give at least the general direction. Um, Fuck yeah. So you see him uh, sit down and start to uh, do a little bit of uh, ritual performing. He pulls back his sleeves, and you see he has these magnificent, like, golden armlets on his arm. Um, Sort of like the uh, Wonder Woman-like arm guards, but they're gold and inlaid with, like, amethyst and sapphires all over them. And uh, he's sort of, as he's casting, they sort of begin to, like, almost shine the nightlight. I lean over to Ridley and I say, all right, cleric, wizard, sorcerer, warlock? I think warlock. Um, I'm a sorcerer on accident, so asking me about other magic users is like asking birds about turtles. (laughs) 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 Oh shit, you're right, man. You started with a sword and ended up with, like, fire powers. Yeah. <laughs> um, deep in the back deep in the back of uh, Ridley's PJ drawer is this graphic t-shirt. And it says, um, <laughs> I made it through the morning, got PTSD, and uh, became a sorcerer, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, after the ritual uh, continues, um, after he completes it, he says, um, it looks like um, you're looking in the the northeastern part of town. Um, He kind of points off in a direction. Um, We're not super far from it, as far as I can tell. Um, Let's see. I can't get a whole lot more precise than that. I've, I've never personally seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but how many more spell slots you got? Because we can do this thing with parallax, and we can triangulate it. <laughs> can I, DM, can I cheat it? <laughs> All right, you you walk a hundred <laughs> yards to the right, and then he does the ritual again, and he gives you like another direct angle, and you can calculate your. And we <laughs> we triangulate it on a map, and we're like, got it. <laughs> All right. Um. 
So you just want to you just want to follow his, his yeah. direction. Yeah. So he starts to sort of he starts to lead on, um, and the you're getting a little more towards like a almost a suburban area of the town. Um, still large and incredible houses. This is a very like rich area. Um, and you reach a little set of houses, um, and he says this. It's somewhere in this area, maybe in like the the yards of one of these houses. It's there's like three or four houses that have some some big plots of land around them. It's like it again. It's somewhere around here from where I started. This that's about all I can come up with. Can we fill like the energy off of it, or you can try? What's the color of its energy? <laughs> Color is abjuration. Would you I feel say like that's it'd be like a light purple or blue? Amber. Amber. Amber is the color of its energy. Is that is that accurate? Mm. None of you know the fucking song. No, I no. hate both of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you you can search for a magical object's energy. You could detect it if you will. Um, yeah, I've, <laughs> if I've, you so chose to. I've got that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, presence of magic within 30 feet. So, what we do is we hoist Ridley up in the air. <laughs> so that way he can just kind of, like, fly would, around in the circle. That would get him further away from it. Yeah. 30 feet in all directions. Oh. So if you're 30 feet off the ground, you don't find it. <laughs> well, not 30 feet, but 10 feet off the ground. So that way there's enough so he can clear, like, bushes and trees? Hmm. Nah. We'll just throw you around in a circle? Nah, mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't check out. No. Um, I guess... I can't get... Yeah, I just, I, I cast it. I, I don't want Ridley asking... Mm-hmm. I don't want him being shitty and meta. So I cast it. I mean, you, you can cast as a ritual anyway. It doesn't count against, like, spell slots. So. You're right. Um, okay. Um, if we need to, we can go into each individual yard and we can do it four times. It'll take an hour, but... You don't... You don't get a sense of abjuration magic. You do sense a little bit of conjuration. But it's, like, underground right at the edge of your range. Okay, okay. We need to take a quick break so I can watch that Buster Scrug short of the dude that was prospecting for gold. <laughs> so you can figure I, out the process. Yeah, I forgot the process. Okay. So you got like three houses in front of you and some big land. So if, like, am I standing in front of them? There's one in the middle, one on the left, one on the right? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I got this. It's kind of, you're kind of like looking at a street corner, and there's just sort of some big houses, and you're looking at like one, and then two sort of behind. And that's kind of the general area uh, that Andre okay. pointed out. Okay. We could do a little B&E. Could. You could knock. <laughs> Says Rain from the back with her arms crossed. <laughs> it's yards is. <laughs> Wait. Would it be glowing in any way? Could it be glowing in any way? Um, I got the sense that it was underground, so. Oh. It could Can, be glowing. Could Rain fly up and see if she sees anything that was recently buried? 
Uh, That's a damn fair point. Try. Um, let's go for you. Yeah. See any raw dirt in these rich these rich yards? These rich yards. Um. Perception. That's pretty good. Um. Who needs magic uh, when you get good old fashioned detective work? And wings. And wings. <laughs> uh, That's a, why she makes the best detective. After a quick circling around, she doesn't come up with too much. Um, says uh, it doesn't look like any of the yards are really disturbed. Um, I could only see that it looked like the house uh, off to the right here has a basement, mm. but that's really all I could I could see. Okay, um, am I allowed to like walk between these houses, or are there like fences and or security? There's like wrought iron gates. You can like see, but you can't really. Um. Okay. Rain, can we hop a fence in the name of the law? Um, I, I would prefer if you knocked. Okay. I know it's late, but like, I'm an officer. We. Okay. <laughs> we can. I stride up to the the house that we that we've been gesturing to. Well, I don't really know the politics of Corvair, and so I don't really know if like. I don't know if, like, John Locke has, like, made his way over here yet. If, like, do you guys have, like, divine property right shit or not? Or is it just, like, domain of kings, mm. my domain? Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. We'll, we'll go ahead and knock up on that right. The right house? Yeah. Um, you knock on the, you knock on the door, um, and you get to hear a little bit of rustling from, like, upstairs. Fair. Um, someone comes down, like, a, a dwarven gentleman in his, uh, PJs opens the door. Um, oh, hello, can I help you? Go for it. Yeah, so we're here with, um, wait, what is this town called again? What? What's the city called? It's Fairhaven. Yeah, we're here It's Fairhaven. Please tell the truth. (coughs) Please tell the truth. Fairhaven PD. Uh, specifically this one. She is PD. We are not. (laughs) She's Um, standing there with her arms crossed, just like. <laughs> and she's kind of like a small person. Like Eric Cocker are not big people, and she's just sort of like leering at you at about your height. To just... Um. So we have reason to believe that there might be a stolen object on your property. Um, a very magical one that needs to go back to the church. Uh, I, Can we I, have I... a look around? Would that be okay? Um. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I don't want to hinder your investigation. It is very late. Um, is yeah, we understand that it's really, really late. What we're looking for is actually the city's energy source. So, you can see why we're kind of in a hurry. <clears throat> um, well, yes, come on in. Um, if you if you would, please uh, just try to keep it down. Uh, is there any way I can help? Any... Have you seen any people in your yard recently, or... Uh, can't, any, can't say that I have. Any strange people besides us, of course. Uh, no, can't, can't say that I have. I. Mm-hmm. Alright. We live in this area, we, we kind of keep to ourselves. It's Is there like While a- our houses are so far apart. <laughs> Is there, like, a neighborhood watch or anything like that that... Uh, 
sometimes, um, but mostly we the the guards patrol through this area. We're got it. Okay. Uh, would you mind showing us to your basement? Uh, yeah, yes, of course. Um, we you uh, if you come with me to the the backyard, we can get in there. Okay. Um, so it leads you to um, he pops it open. Uh, downstairs, it looks like a normal basement from what you can tell at yep. first glance. All so, a right. couple of couches, a big screen TV, <laughs> a bar. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, like, lawn equipment. Uh, well. <laughs> um, I would like to make a perce- perception check on this room. <laughs> perception. perception you, per- you go perceiving. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rain's going to do that, too. I'm um, going can to I help? Sh- Andre's just happy to be here. Can I help? Andre's having a good time. <gasps> Kayla, Kayla, look at it. Look at it. It fell off the table, but look at it. Oh shit, it's a natural 20. There's my nat. Natural 20. There's my boy. All right, and tell also, me exactly where this well is. <laughs> Not in this basement. Uh, unfortunately, your good roll uh, was on a pretty normal basement. I see. Um, also, mine was 13 plus 7. Do they have any baloney? Uh, not in the basement. Oh, okay. Um, you're, you're, looking, you're looking through a fairly normal basement. Um, you can... Check along the walls. It's just sort of a, a storage area. Hmm. Um, I toil so hard and still are in the scorn of God. <laughs> um, you do you do get the sense that um, your detect magic, I guess, would still be going. At least for a little bit longer. Unless it's taken like ten minutes from when you last did that. No way. There's no way it took ten minutes. Yeah, so... So, how's it you, So, you still detect the abjuration, but you feel like you're closer to the conjuration uh-huh. and sort of like you might be like almost on even ground with it while you're in the basement um, but it's not it's not immediately close by you can sort of get sort of the faint outline uh, a little off in the ways do I get a direction? Uh, yeah sort of um, a little bit uh, more towards the, the central house um, so, so I'm, I'm right here Yes, you're going to be a um, little bit down and to the right. right. Yeah, right in that area is sort okay. of what you're, what you're getting a sense of. I walked right past it. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Well, um... Can I hop up at... Is this like a walkout basement? Yeah. Alright. Do I have to say, like, goodbye to this guy? Or can, can he just, like, disappear into the void again? He'll just vanish. Just... He's a... He actually clips through the wall, and he ends up back in his kitchen. He's like, can I help you guys with anything else? What? Can I help you guys with anything else? <laughs> I want to look him square in the eyes and say, I'm going to walk out of your walkout basement and you're not going to exist anymore. <laughs> and then I do it. <laughs> and then he's still in there with you in rain. It's just like, what, uh, what, what, was, what was that about? He's got a really weird philosophy. <laughs> he thinks he's living in a simulation. <laughs> he thinks we're all NPCs. It's a whole thing. Part of part of his PTSD, I assume. I don't really know. He told me once when he dies, he thinks the world's no longer going to exist and it only exists for his period of life. All of history is made up just to appease him and give him world building. That, or he also may or may not believe that the world is an egg. 
and yeah. that um, he is every single person on the face of the planet. And <laughs> Some bitch-ass fiction writer. No, the writer was fine. The writer was fine, but then everyone on Tumblr was like, This is so deep! It's so deep! So it must be true! So fucking deep. 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 Um, as it echoes off the Ridley, as you, as you leave the basement, you see uh, Andre's leaning against the fence, like, smoking a cigarette, just, like, mm. hanging out. <laughs> you know, those are bad for you. He coughs and, like, sand comes out, and he's like, I'm aware. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you, what are you smoking? A cigarette. Cigarettes don't have sand in them. You, man, you never know what's in these things. <laughs> <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps going. I mean, to be fair, that's exactly the point. <laughs> that I would have made if he had said it was all natural. <laughs> so, moving on, huh? Maybe instead of like crunching up the tobacco, like it actually just they uprooted the plant with the the soil and all, and just like just put it pu- in a bowl. They just pureed the whole shit, <laughs> the, the entire plant all at once. Root, dirt, sand, leaf, all of it, stem. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I walked down there between both of the houses, and I guess by this point, surely the detect magic has worn off, and so I cast it again. Okay. Um, uh, so, you're, you are, um, you sort of get, like, a faint, a faint outline of, like, uh, like, um, what looks to be, like, maybe a magic circle on the ground somewhere, Uh um, down below. It looks to be, um, trailing off from... Uh, like the center house um, underground yard like under the yard of the middle house okay um, well Car- or while Ridley's doing that uh, Sid goes over to Rain he's, and she just they go she go yeah I guess he's really like a magic you know just beep 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 I don't know what that thing's Ma- called a magic detector oh is that what that's called as oh. one detecting magic oh <laughs> oh shit I guess you're right Oh well. Well, there you go. You know, you know. You know. Um. So what do you do now? Um. Can I stumble around until I can tell that it's directly beneath me? Um. You can't get that far back. You're you're running to the fences. Um. I would like. Jump over the fence and we'll go around the front. No. I'm with Rain. I want to do it. I want to. I want to do this one by the book, boys. By the book, Ridley I, says apropos of nothing, and then <laughs> walks back out. Um, so yeah, I walk up to the middle house and I knock on the door uh, with my shield up. <laughs> I think uh, you knock on the door and it just sort of swings open. That is basically an invitation. That's how that works, right, Rain? Uh. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, we're investigating a crime. We think <laughs> there's a body count. There could be people in danger here. We have the right. Yeah, imminent danger. Yeah, yeah imminent danger. She already has her glaive out. Okay. <laughs> I'm the imminent danger. <laughs> and I run it. Uh, 
Andre's still following, but sort of like at like a leisurely pace, sort of behind, so like looking, making sure to peek through like every door. Is just sort of like moseying behind you guys as you charge into the house. Yeah. Um, He's not like staying outside though, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. He's sort of moving around with you guys. He he doesn't appear armed. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't like draw a weapon or anything. But it's just well, kinda... he made himself float, so I'm sure that like swords aren't his big deal anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Unless he's actually got one hidden somewhere. Hmm. Bum, bum, bum. Um, sure. So he's he's looking. He's just kind of looking around with you guys. Um, in the center hall, uh, Rain calls out, looking for, trying to get an answer of anyone in the house. Um, you don't hear anything. Um, uh, the main the main hall. You have uh, two large rooms flanking you, as well as a kitchen. Um, it looks like to the left, um, and then like a living area to the right, and then up a central staircase to some more to some more rooms. I think we should just head on to the backyard. You know what I mean? Um, well, underground things stay be stay underground. As my grandpa always said, um, Grandpappy Parish. Grandpappy Parish did say underground things be stay underground. Did you typically? Did you meet your Grandpappy Parish? But <laughs> if there's people hiding out in these rooms, um, that huge be trub. Got it. Is that also the the Grandpappy Parish? He way? suffered. Yes, he suffered scary. from chronic strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Chronic <laughs> strokes. Alright. Right. He had one that lasted like a week. Did he die? Nah, he was fine. Eventually? Um, Is he still alive? I don't. Who knows? I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> and so my, I. St- my name is Grandpappy Parrish, and I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gramp Persh. <laughs> Her. <laughs> so that was a little fucked up. That was a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where do you search? Where do you guys? Where do you guys uh, look? I go. I go left to right. I start in the. I start in the left or left room. Okay, so this is sort of a, a dining room area. Looking around it is a very very nice place. Um, you see some pictures of presumably the family that looks here. They um, look to be. Human, um, and you see uh, an older woman with uh, curly hair in one of the pictures, and a sort of a, a stout, um, very well-off gentleman in one of the other pictures. Okay, um, and you also see a picture of a couple of kids, uh, a boy and a girl. Aww. Um, I bet they're on vacation. I mean, you also see pictures of like the the kids like. Through the ages, so like, I, yeah. like the, there's some young kid pictures and some as they're getting older. So you know, sweet. We haven't seen. Oh gosh, her name was Laura Basker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do I? We haven't seen the face of Laura Basker, have we? You have not. You only have the the little bit of description. Bam. You have uh, Alistair's drunken description of her. She had brown curly hair. She yes. did. Do we see? Ah, y'all. Was the well was the well ab- actually abjuration magic or was it conjuration? Abjuration. Okay, okay. I got. I remember two 
obscure facts from last episode. Cool. I know. Good. I'm really proud of you, actually. Um, do I see a, a young lady with uh, brown curly hair in these pictures? You do. Oh. Oh, huh. shit. There's a one in, like, 30 million chance, guys. <laughs> I think this is her. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Better get your handcuffs ready, Raid. She's <laughs> about to go down. Uh, we might be a little past handcuffs. We gonna murder her? What? She killed a guard. Also, presumably, she has a magical weapon at her disposal. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Am I prepared for... Yeah, I'm okay with murder. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that it's really murder again. Um, who knows? You don't know the circumstance yet. Is it murder if they didn't deserve it? Or is it murder if they did deserve it? It is murder if they didn't deserve it. This is not a question worth asking in uh, Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. Sit down, I sit down Indian style. I'm like, hey guys, like like crisscross. I'm like, hey y'all, what's a life worth? What's it? What does guilt mean? Okay, so Andre solemnly Andre solemnly chimes in, just like uh, three thousand years of servitude. And he's still smoking a cigarette. You have no idea where that came from or what he's referring to. And he's just like. Oh shit, did you meet a weird prince in the woods too? No, but I think I feel that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I fucking wish. (laughs) But I think you get it. (laughs) What is Rain doing? Is she just sitting there like... She's doing her job. (laughs) (laughs) So are we. We don't have descript- we don't have job titles. Yeah. Well, what's a job? Um, she sort of, like, has a- already, like, hopped up and flown through the upper floor. Like, she- okay. Like, right upon entry, she went upstairs and started looking around. Um, okay, um- I There's s- not a- she says there's not a sign of anyone up in the upstairs. Um, okay. Uh, I just slide through the right room on okay. the lower level just to make sure that no one's in there. Yeah. Um, you- uh, when you get into the kitchen, there's, uh- you see there's like a, a pantry and, uh, and some other closet space there, as well as um, it loops around to the living area on the opposite side. Okay, cool. Uh, and that's all empty, is that what you're saying? Uh, do you want to check them out? Yes. Perception. Uh, let's call it investigation, because it's individual small rooms. Where'd my papes go? Can I help you? There we go. Uh, sure. We'll say uh, Ooh. Pantry, pantry or closet. Which one do you want to... Uh, I'll do pantry. I've got closet and I got a 19. Cool. Pretty good. Where's my fucking investigation? (laughs) I swear. Yeah, there we go. Yo. That's a 21. Your intuition's doing great. Um, Right? It's a good broken dice. So. uh, It's because it's all sixes. He's lied to you. (gasps) So weirdly, weirdly in the pantry, it looks mostly cleaned out like there's not there's no perishable foods there's some stuff that's in like cans and jars <laughs> so uh, nothing i could eat yeah right none none for you um but you know what i mean like there's there's right. no like breads or recently purchased like vegetables or anything like that mm-hmm. um huh uh and in the closet, closet space uh there's you know like some cleaning stuff there's like cleaning supplies and stuff like that, uh, but the back wall doesn't make a good seal around the edge. Like it doesn't look like it was all painted or something broke through the paint. 
Can I can I knock my knuckles against it? You can. I do that. Does it have a hollow sound or a solid uh, sound? Uh, it's not really hollow, but it looks it. It seems more like this wall is not made of the same things as the other two walls. I go to Lowe's real quick and buy a stud finder. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got framework Lowe's. back there. Yes, <laughs> Doesn't really seem like it, doesn't. Mm. Okay. Uh, actually, uh, I have proficiency in uh, stud detection. <laughs> I cast stud. I cast detect stud. I do um. too, but my sensors are always uh, off because <laughs> I actually am a stud. Okay. <laughs> I is it is it that rule like the rule for detect magic? Is it detects any magic? So you technically always detect yourself. <laughs> so you're like always detecting like divination magic. <laughs> Yes. Someone said that in a forum, and I was just like, why would I even bring that up? <laughs> what it's like, you detect some conjuration, you also detect divination, like, right in your fucking brain. What an annoying <laughs> thing for a DM to do. Just like, why, why would that even matter? <laughs> if I said it every time, it doesn't mean anything. Guys, we've been going around in circles. <laughs> Gosh. Alright. What do you do? I kick through it. Kick through it. Your Break foot it goes through it. Yeah. It doesn't break it down, but you're just like, oh, your foot's in a hole in the wall now. Break it down. This is hand car mahogany. <laughs> it's like, mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Your foot's your foot's through that wall now. I a little more carefully pry the rest away. <laughs> He's uh, Andre and Rain have a cop, and they're they're just kind of watching. They both kind of snicker at you putting your leg through the wall, but it's <laughs> but it's like, oh, cool. There isn't. There is an empty space behind it. I turn and I say, "Effective, but it works." That's what effect. You know what? Yeah, you're right. And then I pull my foot out of the wall. (laughs) Um, So you guys push through. There is a flight of stairs going down uh, on the other side of that wall. We descend. Descend. Right. Guys, I think this is where we're going to find it. Maybe, maybe. I got How did she get the... This is another empty basement. <laughs> How did she get the wall up so fast? She uh, got a staple gun from Lowe's. <laughs> uh, now that you're through it, you notice that there's like a latch and hinges. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it does lock from the other side, though. So. <laughs> I love it. Oh, she's down here, then, if it's locked on the other side. Yeah. Mayhaps. Mayhaps. I get hands ready. That's what, that's what that hint was meant to, was meant to, like, indicate, you know? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. I'm going to drink more vodka. I deserve this. <laughs> I deserve this. Uh-huh. I don't even deserve water. <laughs> uh I think we're going to take a break right quick before Aww. descending into the dungeons. Right. back in a little bit. And we're back. And so you guys head down the stairs into the dark unknown. Um, which you got to have some sort of light because Rain can't see. Oh, um, yeah. You do see a, a little bit of light down at the bottom of the stairs, like a, some fires go and stuff like that. Um... You reach the bottom, and there's um, a couple of guys in like dark cloaks, uh, just having having a chat, um, standing at the gates. Uh, you you guys you pretty much emerge at the bottom of the stairs, standing directly in between them. 
And they're sort of facing forward with, like, a couple of spears. And they're just, like, you know, discussing the, like, realization of, like, what. so what do we do if we think we're following a cult, but we do like the cult's ideas? Well, it's just, like, I, I think at that point it becomes, like, our faith in religion. Like, it's what separates a cult and a religion at that point? And they're just, like... You know what? You're right. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be looking at like the outer world's look on my faith. It's my faith and mine personally. And he's like, yeah, man. That's our own personal. Tr- Who are you guys? <laughs> and roll initiative. <laughs> I got really into the case. I said I missed almost all of that. <laughs> well, you're good. Seventeen. Uh, eighteen. Nineteen. My move. Board. My initiative was a nineteen. Board. Initiative was a nineteen. That's pretty good. Nord's son board. Nord. Found your board. Um, mines. Nartito. Bordito. What was yours? Thirteen. Thirteen. Fourteen's son. Thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So. Or is it 12 Hmm. Are we going by quantity or? <laughs> so does that mean that as he gets older, he becomes 13? It Maybe they don't age, but it's like origin. And so like one is the oldest number because it's also the loneliest. Um, mm. So like one, obviously, first number. So wait, does that mean that numbers are asexual and just divide? Um, well, no, they can also add and multiply, so it's really kind of hard to, like, pin them down on exactly what they, like, identify as. That's fair. They're polynomial. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with that, it's Sid's turn. <laughs> you guys are actually kind of, like, stuck in the stairwell right at the beginning of initiative. Um, to scoot around each other, I just sort of assume the marching order was Ridley first? Yeah, most likely. Because um, yeah. you were the one who literally put your put your first foot in. Yeah, I really put my foot in it, didn't I? Yeah, you got that first step. So, um, Ridley's at the front, and he's the one who the, the the cultists saw. How many cultists are there? Two. Um, at third level or higher... You can target an additional humanoid for each slot above second. Yeah, so if you cast at third level, you can cast, you can target two. How many? There's only two of them down there, right? Uh, yes. They're just sort of dudes. Alright, I'm gonna cast hold person at third level. I'm gonna them. Okay. Oh, wait, that's, that's not me. Wisdom saving throw? Yes. So that's a 10 on one. And a 15. Yeah. My spell... Spell save, save is 8 plus 4. Proficiency? Yeah, so 8 plus 4. It's 8 plus proficiency plus oh, wisdom plus modifier. Plus wisdom modifier. Okay, so it's 8 plus 4 plus 3. So... That's 15, so he does make it. So one of them is paralyzed. Okay. Um, so, uh... One, two. Okay. So, cultist one is paralyzed. Cultist two 
is um, going to make a dagger attack at Ridley, because Ridley's at the frontier. Yep. Um, ooh, that is a good roll. That is a 22 to hit. Yeah, that does hit. Um, not super strong, though. So that is a 3 damage. Cool. Oh, wait. Five damage. That's five damage, and the other hit misses. Okay. Um, guys, guys, I got hit, and I wasn't scared. <laughs> um, Proudy. and then growth. Uh, you see, he also makes uh this strange uh black tower appears, sort of like out of the ground. It's like this jagged obsidian tower rises from the ground and just slams down on Ridley. Um, and, uh, it hits. That is like a modified 20-something. Um, what's spiritual weapons damage die? Spiritual weapons damage die? My spiritual weapons damage die is... D6? A... I should have looked this up. I didn't realize the cult fanatics had spellcasting. D8 plus spellcasting modifier. D8! Oh, so that is an 8 plus... One. Yeah, they're technically clerics. So yeah, nine damage. Okay, that's weird. Why are they technically clerics? Still, right. still pretty so, good, guys. Ridley, your turn. All right. The man who just oh, cast wait. that at me. I was going to bring out spiritual weapon as a bonus action, can I? Uh... You did sort of like end your turn, and I didn't. Don't worry about it. You can't on next turn. Okay. Um, so what's the position of these two boys? Uh, one's they're both sort of just flanking you, and then the spiritual weapon's there. The spiritual weapon is non-corporeal when it's not attacking, so you can like you can move around it. Okay. Uh, but one is paralyzed, so like it doesn't gain opportunity attacks on you or anything. But they're just on opposite sides of you. All right. I want to cast Ray of Frost on the one that hit me. At point what? Yeah, it's a line. Okay. Oh, you're right. He's a point blank. Hmm. Son of a bitch. You have a green flame blade. That's what I'm. That's what I was forgetting. That I haven't put in my spell book because I'm a dumbass. That's. Fine. Oh yeah, that I don't know how to do that in the app very well. I did I it once, either. but I don't know how to do it again. It's it's bizarre and it makes me scared. Uh, I know if they release another supplement that has more spells to it, I'm like, what am I going to do? I was looking at this weapon sheet, and it said Chancho's Machete, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I don't even know if that episode's going to go up. Oh no, we can't talk about that. Oh, oops. <laughs> okay, my silver Rimaraz short sword is the one I want to use. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Hey, that is 16. 16 hits. Okay. And so this is going to be... I think it's something like 3d6s total. Uh, it is 2d6 plus d8. Oh, yeah? Okay. Plus 2. <laughs> 5. 6. <laughs> 11 damage. 11 damage. Yeah. 
Now, the flame jumps to the other guy because he's within range. Yes, and that's a that D6. Yeah, it's a D6 plus your charisma modifier. Two. Four. Four. Ah. You're very charismatic. Uh, that guy takes nine damage. Nice. Nice. All right. Um, are you still at the base of the stairs? Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, you hear, watch your head, and uh, rain sort of like leaps through uh, the uh, entrance over your heads. Um, pretty, in sort of like a smooth fashion, is able to sort of like glide through that space. Um, and just sort of swings around the, the cultist who's not paralyzed and makes uh, a glaive attack. Haha, <laughs> she could have said duck. And that is a... What a nine plus seven. That hits. And uh, that hits. Okay. So the glaive is 1d10 of damage. Five... Plus seven, twelve, eight. So that is twenty damage. Damn. Yeah. Whew. Um, and actually, just uh, no, it's close enough. I'm just gonna say it takes that guy out. Um, just sort of like comes down and just brings the glaive down across his chest, and then makes another big swing and like an X, and the guy just falls down. Um. And from the back, uh, Andre is uh, sort of just like sneaking through, trying to get like the slightest hit he can. And uh, since this one's paralyzed, he has advantage. Um, you see appearing in his hand, sort of uh, what looks like uh, like a metal staff. Um, and then at the he flips it over his arm, and then. It fires a bullet out of it. Um, it's also a gun! It's also a gun. Um, Is that a halfling? He's got a gun! He's got a gun! Um, and that does... What does that spell do? I forget what that spell does. Look in your heart. Found it it says enough. It does enough. It does enough damage. Uh-huh. I'm about to get used to what this spell is. I did write it down. The spell Gunmetal does 2d8 plus 3. Oh, 8. 12 plus 6. Uh, 18 damage. Um, oh. Wait, he's paralyzed. Never mind, that auto crits. It is just straight through the chest, and that guy just sort of falls backwards out of the whole person. It was enough. <laughs> and then he's standing back there with a little smoking gun, um, and it just sort of like dissipates in like a little puff of sand out of his hands. Hmm. Sorry about the noise. What? <laughs> My ears are ringing. Jesus, tinnitus. <laughs> it's like super bad for you. <laughs> It wasn't as loud as like a regular gun, but it did still have that pop in the crack of gun. Yeah. Uh, he used a spell called Gunmetal from the Grease Monkey's Handbook. Uh, for those listening, by uh, Val Does D&D on Twitter, there will be a link. Cool. 
Thanks, Val. Yeah. You do D&D good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Two cult fanatics. They're down. They dead. Uh, you're sort of in this little entry room. It's just sort of got, like, a table and some chairs. Um, and there is, uh, two paths. Uh, um, a left and a right. Only because Ridley actually has a good reason for it, he does loot the bodies. Okay. Um, he's he's looking for the well, but also, I mean, come on. Uh, you find six gold on each of them. Huh. Cool. Um, but no well. I mean, they also carry, like, daggers and, a, and spears. But... Can you attack with a dagger on a bonus action? Or does that take a, a certain subclass? Uh, you can attack with a dagger as a bonus action if you make the attack action. So if you if you make a weapon attack, you can follow up with a light weapon if it's already in your offhand. Uh, but not if you're wielding a shield. I'm gonna take that dagger. Okay. Because your your shield is your offhanded item. So. Cool. But if you decide to draw two weapons at once, you just note that when that you're not wielding your shield when you fight. Yep. Uh-huh. So it kind of like stands over their bodies for a second and then just kind of goes, Oh no. We're the same. Hmm? Huh. <laughs> I guess. You know. They're having a discussion about that. You could, you could weigh in. <laughs> you alright, Sid? As I'm pocketing things off of <laughs> dead people. <laughs> I don't know, man. For justice. Like, what if they're right? What if their gods aren't that bad? Not it's the fucking evil, or it's the it's, it's the, the dark six. six. They're they're fucking evil as shit. Yeah, it's like we can in, move on. It's in the name. <laughs> they know it. Mm-hmm. Womp womp. You saw his spiritual weapon. Roll me a intelligence check, a uh, religion check. Uh, what was it? Did you say religion check? Yes. Uh, twelve. Um, okay, you're still not certain which member of the Dark Six it is, but you but you're you know that it's uh, a cult of the Dark Six. Mm. Tasty. Um, well, sure, because you you had you saw the little thing before, but now that you saw like the actual spiritual weapon that mm-hmm. was the the symbol. Mm. I was gonna look chubby, but yeah, underneath the robes, I did see like Slayer T-shirts, so like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. All right. Where to now? Um, you have two paths. Which, which one? right, which odds are left. That's a four, so I guess we're going right. All right, well, fuck my Robert Frost joke, I guess. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find the, the one less traveled. <laughs> I want to make an investigation to see which one was less traveled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you would come up with probably this way. Okay. Um, so, you end up in some sort of, like, almost strange religious chamber. Um, Good sign. And there's, like, a magic symbol. There's a magic circle on the floor. It's probably the one that you saw uh, before um, that there, you were getting the sense from. There a cup of water on the altar? Get out. No. Ah! Stop. 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 Okay. What? None of this. None of this. My first campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Is there? Is there? I want to fucking drink it. Oh. 
We got to do that episode that we, we just do. get drunk and talk about our first campaign <laughs> that we ever I keep played. forgetting that wasn't recorded, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of a weird and sketchy room. Uh, Are there again, any symbols? Um, well, it's sort of this, this magic circle. You can try like uh, an ar- arcana if you want to try and identify it. I would like to. But it's to. a pretty high chick. But you can give it, give it a good college try. Um... Did you say specifically Arcana check? Yes. Oh, it was only a thirteen. Okay. Um, yeah, you're not you're not totally sure. You do know that it's conjuration magic from earlier. Um, uh, but don't know much more than that. Uh, again, you've got a left and a right path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know anything either. A different left and right path? Yeah, another another right left and right path. There's a door behind you, but. Do you want to go through the door on the right again? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. Um, we come into a room with a small pond. <laughs> uh, you head to the right, and you see a room with this uh, strange altar. Um, and there is a cultist sitting in front of it, um, who is, seems to be working on something on the floor and is knelt down in front of the altar. Can I... A cultist is working on something in front of an altar. That's what we know? Yeah, it's sort of the opposite of the room for me. Probably an evil cultist, so... Probably? I mean, listen, we know that some of them are questioning. Right. Uh-oh. Well, I don't think they were questioning their faith. I think they were questioning what, it, what cult meant. I think they're... <laughs> <laughs> what makes us the cults? What the sovereign hosts are the cult. Something, something every, every good religious them. person has to think of at once. At one point in their life. <laughs> so just kind of sits back and goes, oh shit, all organized religion's a cult. <laughs> and then you lose your powers. You're now a fighter. <laughs> you're now a fighter. Because <laughs> oh, no. your actual real god was like, hey, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Um, what do you do? <sighs> we can't wait too long. I mean, I can cast hold person for a third time. I'll be going through all them spell slots. Yeah. Oh, wait. I have a spear. I have a spear. And I've never used it. I could just throw it. (laughs) You have, like, cantrips, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I have things that I could... I'm too involved in this ball of Cheetos. We need to put this up somewhere. Here. I will hand it off to you. (laughs) All right. I want to use... Go ahead. Um, Or you can ask your allies to do something. I was going to do... Thaumaturgy, actually. Okay, I'm listening. Are there candles? Yes. Okay. So, um, I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy, and I'm going to make the candles blow way up high, and then go out completely. Okay, so, uh, give me just a slide of hand check. Okay. It's not super hard, because you're sort of like in the back of the room and everything. Uh, uh, thirteen. Yeah, so that passes. That's pretty. That's okay. Um, um, while that happens, may I press to digitation a chill wind? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slide of hand that one too. Okay. It's not too hard. Like... Uh, that is ten. Okay, that's that's just that's just good enough to pass. Okay. I want you to be. The, I want you guys to at least have like fifty percent. Um, yeah. 
So, uh, so the the candles light up, and there's a chill there's a chill wind in the room. Um, the cultist, you hear uh, a female voice go, shit, 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 um, and uh, picks up something off the ground and places it in the altar, and you now see that it is the the uh, medallion. The it is the well. Um, and you hear them start trying to do some sort of incantation, like, very quickly and panicked, like... Can I continue my thaumaturgy and use... and you and have a voicing boom... Okay, what do you say? I say, um... Do you dare use that magic against me or in my house? And when that happens, I cast Shatter. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a specific feat for this, but I don't give a shit. She's got disadvantage (laughs) on that check. (laughs) She has no idea. She did very well regardless. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Uh, da-da-da... You know what? I I can't. You you succeed on both of those throws. It's got you gotta succeed. Your shatter happens. I know it's still partial damage even if she succeeds, but come on. Okay, okay. Alright. Eight. Two. Two. Okay. Twelve damage. Twelve damage. Alright. Uh so this where do you where do you target the shatter? Um how far Far away is this person from us? Oh, probably twenty feet, not too far. Okay, um, I I wasn't thinking very hard about it, and I centered it on her forehead. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, <laughs> so when the shatter happens, um, these cracks start to appear on the altar, um, as well as like uh, some of the like objects in the room shatter, like the like uh, they are pots and yes. things like that, um, and they're destroyed as well. Um, as well as the fixture holding the uh, the medallion, medallion. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, how much damage did you do? Uh, twelve. All right. She reels back in pain. Um, uh, she is very concerned. Begins to look around and turns around and notices that you. You guys have arrived. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, she looks at you for a moment and says, who, who the hell are you? I don't know, but that was wild, right? My voice is still booming because it's on for another, like, <laughs> 45 seconds, and I'm like, it is I, your god! She got some guiding bolts. <laughs> you guys roll initiative. <laughs> Attack missed. Um, Natural 20! Good. <laughs> 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys go first. The guiding bolt misses. It goes wide. Okay. Of course it does. Oh, you know what? There are things that are missing from this spellbook. The priest. There they are. Um, nope. Okay. Uh, so, so you go first. Uh, she is already injured. Um, you see this uh, cultist in a little bit different robes, but mm-hmm. still head to toe black mm-hmm. black robes. Okay. Um, so 
wielding a like a magic staff. I shout for the honor of Balinor, and then I cast Sacred Flame. All right, <laughs> and what? That's a Dex saving throw. Yep. Is it ten plus nothing. Ten. Uh, yes, that does fail. Okay. Um, so that is... 2d10s? 2d8s. 2d8s. Yes. For the sacredest flames. Five. Three. Eight damage? Okay. So yeah, eight damage. Um. Uh, so, uh... She takes a hit pretty bad. She's looking really rough. It's uh, Ridley's turn. Um, I sprint up and flame blade this fool. Right. Flame blade, blade this fool. Right. First of all, you were trying to say flambeau. I was like, okay. I just flambeau her right through. <laughs> flambe. <laughs> there we go. Using green flame blade. I flambe. Flambe du ver. The green flame. I don't she know why she out, got such a good roll, but like she comes out looking like a very, very tasty creme brulee. <laughs> Thirteen. Oh, nice. Eighteen. Eighteen. That does hit. Yeah. All right. Let me roll all these weird dice. Five. One. Four. Yeah, ten. Uh, twelve damage to her. Right. What does this look like? Um, I don't think it was that flashy. He's just kind of having... Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that flashy. He, okay. didn't, he didn't think it was going to do it. All right. So they're down. Cool. <laughs> I grab the medallion. All right. Uh, I put it around my neck. A constitution saving throw. Yes. That is a 13. It knocks the wind out of you, but you are you can hold it. Oh, uh, nice. You should not wear this, <laughs> but there you go. I put it in my satchel and wrap it up in holy baloney. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yep. I don't have a good response because I was not anticipating, even though I definitely should have. Holy uh. baloney. I mean, it was definitely blessed by... A priest of Balinor. It huh? was. It absolutely <laughs> was. Yeah. A priest of the Sovereign Host did bless that baloney. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that uh, that did is a thing. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, we got it. Let's skedaddle. Do we want to take care of this cult that lives in the city with such a powerful item? Well, they're not going to have the powerful item anymore. And we've already killed, like, three of them and their priestess, so, like, not only that, there were some of those guys that were questioning their whole, like, moral code and everything like that anyways. I think it's about to fall apart, to be honest. And we killed them. Are we questioning our moral code? No. Then let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. like, I definitely think we should do something about this cult. (laughs) Who, who is this, Rain? Yeah. Okay. Listen, I know I'm coming Andre's at you. Andre's like, I'm down. <laughs> Listen, I know I'm coming at you, and it sounds like super bloodthirsty, but it's yeah. not. Like, there are, are you sure evil... you're not? You're not blood hungry? You're not... Listen. What's a blood rage? Why can't I see? <laughs> I don't remember anything. Listen, I just, like, we've been going on this adventure for a long time. We've been breaking out of my shell. 
been killing bad guys, and I like it. Ooh, so man. today we find out that Ridley is actually a blood hungry fear monger. <laughs> he's not blood hungry. He's just as hungry. <laughs> he's a good boy, and he he doesn't like that there are bad people. He just wants a blood appetizer. So he doesn't so want what? or enjoy the taste of blood. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> so while you guys, while you guys are having that lovely conversation, I feel mad, guilty, and suspicious having to say that Ridley doesn't want blood, but he doesn't. A world where legitimate vampires do exist. Yeah, like, yeah. I do not want this. Um, Are you? So Andre sure? is taking a look at the altar, like uh, looking over some of the stuff. He actually, you see him take like an etching of uh, some of the symbols on the altar itself and wrap it up and like uh, sort of like disappear it into his uh, attire. Um, he says, uh, I don't think there's anything behind this altar. It sort of fell apart, like it's it's not structural. So... I kick my foot through the altar. <laughs> Make a strength check on the altar. <laughs> oh no, that's not enough. <laughs> he kicks it and stubs his toe. Uh, that's only 12. He hits a uh, stud. Might, might do a little more force. Right, uh... Uh, the third listen the third try was a 21 okay <laughs> I'm feeling it we'll say he he hands you a hammer and says go for it and he makes that like here you can make an attack roll with it but yeah. okay but yeah so uh, you you knock it through um, you sort of see some of like the the um, markings like the church had that were where the power was like diverted from the medallion going to this altar that has a strange black pearl on it. It's not an altar, it's more like a little pedestal that has a black pearl on it. I want to ritual detect magic on that bad boy. Okay. Or ambiguous boy, we don't know yet. We can assume, (laughs) but I'm judging a book by its cover. Okay. Um, Oh, wait. It's not really a roll, it's just... That's right. uh, You hang out and you cast that spell. I do Um, Uh... When cast, when you cast it, uh, there's no magic coming from the the pearl itself. Uh, there's the un- overwhelming magic coming from the the bag. Um, now that the well is there, uh, but you also get a new sensation. Um, a little new bit sensation. Sorry. You could you can assume from the other paths, um, and you get some necromancy. Ooh, tasty, tasty. Some necromancy, some necromancy dings. Bingo. Uh, well, it's the same conjuration stuff that you had before. You're so much closer to it now. Not in the pearl, but going off somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Like likely in the other paths. Can I boop the pearl? Can I give it the old one, two? I don't want to touch it. It has no magic. There's no magic coming from it. Yeah, so I'm going to poke it. Poke it? Yeah. None happens. All right, pick it up and put it in the bag. Okay. <laughs> You now have a black pearl. Nice. I have the black pearl. You do have that. You have the black pearl and the well right now, right? Like you have. Yes. Mark that stuff down. Um. But yeah, you found a black pearl. Hmm. Well, of magic with a K. <laughs> 
I don't remember what it is actually uh, called. Andre leans over to you, Ridley, um, and tries not to let Soot know. She's like, I don't know if they know how much this is worth, uh, but that thing is like the size of a baseball. I was thinking of that, too. And, I mean, someone wants it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, the answer, I over, I over, if I overhear them, I say the answer is no, and I'm using it so I can buy a uh, three gold... Uh, or 300 gold diamond in the event someone dies. You might have some leftover. Hell yeah. Just saying, that's a, that's a pretty monstrous pearl. Oh, wait. Oh, well. I was going to try and do the Indiana Jones thing where I'm wiggling my fingers first mm-hmm. and like get a bag of sand. <laughs> and... It's too late now. It's too late now. <laughs> where do you go now? Um, we go towards the necromancy source. Okay. As we take a step out, a ball of rock starts running through the... No, okay. <laughs> so, as you, as you go back, you can go back two rooms to where the, uh, the magic circle was, or you go all the way back to the entrance. Um, there was a, there those both had separate paths. Oh, that's right. I started, um, the entranceway, we took a right after the entranceway. Yeah. And then we took another right. Right. To this room, correct? Y- yes. Okay. I tacked this room on to the room where you fought the, the priest. Yeah. Um, the I want to go back to the very start and go to the left. Okay. Take it back now, y'all. Uh-huh. Two hops this time. Right foot, left stomp. Uh-huh. Left foot, left stomp. Freeze. Everybody pops oh, did y'all, did y'all check the priestess? Oh, no. Okay. Should we do that? Um, in the name of justice and uh, buying things to do more justice with (laughs) Ridley loots this body Um, so you find 18 gold pieces you also find a strange deck of cards um, that is putting off your um, detect magic oh no it is uh, illusion magic oh Uh, no it's it's a very small set I tap uh, the little tear button on my magic scale and set it back to zero. Oh no! It's uh, not the it's not the deck of many things. Thank God. That okay. is conjuration magic. Okay. I would think. Okay. Or evocation. I don't know. It's the kill you dead kind of magic. Regardless, uh, don't want that shit near me. Yeah, but yeah, you have this small deck of cards that is setting off your um, illusion radar. Cool. Two. All right. If that's the case, you would have thought that she kind of figured out illusion stuff before we did it, but that's it's whatever. All right. Yeah, cool. she's, she studied the illusion jutsu in training. She had no reason to, to not see it now. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so, do you want to so head all the way back to the entrance? Yeah. All right. So, popping all the way back to the entrance... Um, and you go down the left path, you enter a room, um, that looks to be like the, the casual break room of this place. Oh, nice. Is Um, there a vending machine? Uh, yeah, there's actually a couple vending machines and like a water cooler. Um, and you just see, you see a few, uh, and by a few, I mean like six cultists. They don't look really armed or anything, but they're all hanging out, just having, having some chats. 
um, talking talking about like you know performing dark rituals, doing mm-hmm. doing dark stuff, just casual dark six things. Um, I would like to uh, waltz up to one of them and go, "Hey, man, what makes what's what's the difference between a cult and a like religion?" Oh, well, it's it's really just like perception of the public opinion. <laughs> and he goes, "Wait, who the fuck are you?" Oh, I'm just uh, Steve's friend. Oh, but Steve, but you didn't tell me you were bringing any new people. We gotta. And he looks around. He's like, "There's like forty people in here," and he's like, draws a dagger and rolls it. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a room that's just sort of like sparsely scattered with cultists, and okay. uh, I guess you're within melee range of like two, and then yep. you, uh, the yep. other three of y'all are sort of at the back of backish of the room. Yeah, and I'm gonna stay at the back for a while because I did roll a one. I rolled a fifteen plus two. Fifteen plus two. That's a seventeen. These are more wimpy cultists. I know how to do math. Fifteen, plus, so seventeen. So, so sit somewhere in there. Cultures are in there. Ridley's there. Okay. Hey, do you want to watch Alien after this? Excuse me. I'm talking right. about cults so much. I think I might, might want to watch Vitch. Alright. Ooh. Okay. And live deliciously. Live to All right. So, Soot, you have been on the ball. You are. This is this is your area. You are you are bringing forth the will of your deity. You are going first. All right. So first things first. There's about six people in this room who all want to fight you. Perfect. They have like knives and sticks mostly. Like they're not really well armed combatants. That's okay. One um, guy has chopsticks from his uh, microwave ramen. <laughs> If there's one sketchy dude who looks like a little too ready for this to happen, has like some brass knuckles. It's <laughs> like, dude, dude. So, um, I conjure forth my uh, spiritual weapon, Ash, and um, kind of just like poof Ash into existence, preferably on top of that dude's head. Okay. Not Steve, but the other guy. Okay. The one you're talking to. Not Steve across the room? Yeah. Uh, so that was a 12 plus 4 plus 3. That hits. Okay. Um, so it's going to be 2d8s, right? You only cast it the second level spell slot, right? So it should be just the d8. Yeah, you're right. 1d8. Plus your spellcasting modifier, right? Yeah. Yes. So, um... Three plus four? Three plus four? I think. Okay, seven damage. S- spellcasting modifier? Yeah. That should be four. So it's <coughs> plus your so plus your wisdom, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Okay, what next? Um and then I'm going to bonus action. That was your bonus action. That was my bonus action? Oh, well then, um, I shoot off a sacred flame in the direction of the other side of the room, where the group is. Not our group, but the group of cultists. It's only a single target spell. Oh, it is? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. 
Yeah, just hit one of them. Just hit one of them? Yeah. Alright, so one of them. Uh, actually, I said seeds in that save. That was a 17. Okay. Never mind. Alright. So, now it is uh, Rain's turn. Rain is going to try and go a little ham. And it's going to head up towards the first couple of people that she can reach. And goes for a glaive attack. Uh, first one misses. The second one definitely hits. It's a five plus four. So that's nine damage. Uh, basically just impales the first guy she, she reaches and takes him out. So one of the one of the cultists is down. Um, yes. Uh, the cultists are gonna. I'm gonna try and just make a few attacks and see what they do. So one hits. One misses. One hits. All right. So yeah. So uh, rain gets hit twice and soot. You get hit once. Oh no. Um, Rain takes 11 damage, and Soot, you take 3 damage. Oh no! Okay. (coughs) 11 out of... Okay. So, um, now it is Andre's turn. Um... This time, Andre is a little more conventional with his weapon, and ju- a rifle just appears in his hands. Um, and he makes his attack roll. Uh-huh. Uh, that is a natural 20. Nice! Uh, he just kills a person. Um, so that person just dies. <laughs> I don't even need to roll damage for that. That's just too much. Um, he just takes a guy out. Nice. Um... Now, Ridley, it's your turn. Okay. There's four left. Four? One looks, one's really hurt, but four left. Four people still alive. Yeah. Um, my, that wand I got for magic missile, Yeah. It, it increases the damage of each dart from 1d4 plus 1 to 1d4 plus 4, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, gonna cast it at second level. Okay. So there will be four darts of... Lots of damage. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw two at the guy that's really bad, and then two at a guy. I'm that's just gonna let you know you don't need to. He's he's a hit from dead. Okay. One will definitely kill. I don't want you to waste that. Okay. Uh, I use I use one dart on him, and then I use three on the guy closest to him. All right. Um, roll your damn. Uh, mathematically, that will kill him. Um, he will die regardless. Um, so. For the other guy, it's yeah. three, two, and two. Yeah, he's dead. I kill two men with one yeah. wand. Yeah. Um, wow, two birds, one stone. Make me a d20 roll. Is this intimidation? No, no. What'd you roll? Uh, that was a three. Okay. Um, so, there's two left. Sit. It's your turn. The one that you hit before is down. Okay. You have your spiritual weapon out? Yes. And uh, I just to say Ash go ham and attack attacks the 
nearest dude, I guess? I don't know what... The next nearest guy? Yeah. It's kind of just throwaway. Like, these guys have, like, no HP, so just kind of... Uh, it's 19 plus to hit. Hits. Okay. And that's... They have, like, 9 HP. Uh, 2 plus 6. Or, so 6. Sorry, 2 plus 4. So 6. Okay. 6 damage. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to cast Sacred Flame at the one that Ash tried to All attack. Right. Ooh, they fail. Okay. So that is... 2d8 of damage. So 2 yeah, you kill him. and 7. Alright, so you take that guy out. Rain's gonna go in for this last guy. Uh, go in for that, that kill. Definitely, that hits. Just in case. Alright, second roll. And that's, yep, yeah, that's a killing blow. Just goes and just swipes right at the guy. Takes him out. Um, so, the cultists are down. You have a room of a whole bunch of dead cultists now. How much gold do I have? Uh, these guys are pretty cheap. They they you only come up with like two or three gold from the whole shebang, so three gold. That's fair. I'm not gonna worry about giving you silver and copper pieces. That's fair. Um, I strength check the vending one of the vending machines. <laughs> roll roll me roll me strength. Uh, it's a six, uh, 17. 17? Mm-hmm. Uh, a bag of Doritos falls out. Hell yeah! And I take that bag of Doritos with, with, <laughs> uh, with mighty vengeance. Good. You've done everything else in this room with mighty vengeance. Why not grab chips? <laughs> I'll take this potato chip. And, and eat, eat it. Ah, uh, I'm gonna kill uh. I made an Arta reference. I can't kill myself over that one. <laughs> All right, so this room is cleared. All right, is there another room? Uh, yes, there's another There's another path opposite from where you came in. That's All right, cool. Right. So we're going to go from the start to the right once and then to the left. Uh, just straight. There's not a, There's only one door in this room. Oh, okay. So it's the only, oh, wait. It's the only one. There's a, there's a door in the break room. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay. There's, yeah, there's only one other exit to the break room. I see. All right, so um, wait, so do you want to... Go to that other path, or do you want to go through the break room? It would make sense for us to walk through the break room. Okay. What Ridley says, it would make sense for us to walk through the break room. Huh? And looks around. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you head to the next room. Um, and this looks sort of like a, a big round meeting table with like a whole bunch of like swivel chairs and stuff. Ooh, is uh, there's like, like a polished oak? Yeah, there's like a projector at the end of the room and stuff. Um, there's like one of those shotgun mics for recording meetings and whatnot, you know. Um, I take my knife and I stab the table. Because uh, fuck your oak table. That's like, that's super rude. <laughs> I'm not even like a woodworker, but that's just kind of disrespectful, Sid. Andre's like, this, I mean, the cultists didn't scratch this table. That's kind of rude. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> I cast mending. <laughs> you don't have mending. I do. You do? Oh, I then you have fix it. mending. Then you fucking fix it. I, I have mending. Oh, yeah. I, I cast it first, and I'll race you. I'll <laughs> use it. What we got? What we got? Cast mending at third level. <laughs> I don't have any third level spell no. slots. You can't cast cantrips with spell slots. Wait, mending's on a cantrip. It is too. It is a cantrip. Oh shit! It sure as fuck is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's indecision made me cast it first. <laughs> yep. Alrighty. You, uh... But yeah. No no enemies in this room, but there's two, uh... Two exits. There's one on the far... Like, on the right wall, and one on the opposite wall from you, that you came in. Mm. Uh, I wanna just peek my head in the, the one on the right wall. 
Yeah. Go on the right wall. Um, yeah, just scooby-doo my head in there. So, in a striking difference, it opens up to, into a stone room that looks like it was a torture chamber. Oh, cute. Are there any bodies? Uh, there are some skeletons and whatnot. A lot of blood. Mm. Um, and a small potted plant. Can I take the potted plant? You can. Uh, if you take the pot of pl- if you take the potted plant, there's a little "Hello, my name is" sticker on it, and the name written on it is Poe. So there's a little plant named Poe, and there's for some reason 24 tally marks on the side of the plant. Okay. What the fuck? But yeah, it looks sort of like some sort of root vegetable, like maybe like a carrot or something that is growing out of the top. You see, like the top of this plant grown. It's a, just a little little pot of plant. I have so many questions! That's gotta be like... I don't... I don't know all the characters in Eberron and D&D, but that's gotta be like a mandrake, right? You should take it. I mean, I am gonna... I mean, I have the I potted mean, I'm definitely plant. It. Yeah. I have the potted plant. It's not a very big pot. It's it's like one of our like, little like, plant pots. Like, it's a small little round pot. Mm-hmm. I take a marker, and I mark out Poe, and... I write, um, uh... Op. (laughs) Carter Carter thinks he's very funny. He's not. Now I have to come with a better name. (laughs) Not hard to do. (laughs) Good luck. Um, I... She's floundering. It is the best name. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) It's Op. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um... I leave it nameless until I can come up with a better <laughs> name or figure out why all of these tally marks are on here. Okay. If worse comes to worse, I think I might spend the night here in this place so that way I can cast Speak with Dead and figure out why this poor plant has tally marks on it. Can't you see it? His name is... It doesn't look uh, very poor. Crosses through it. <laughs> <laughs> the little tally crosses. It's hard to draw in straight lines sometimes. <laughs> but, uh. Shut up. It looks like a well taken care of plant. Well, maybe it's just this is how many days they've had it before they kill it. Before you ki- before they kill it? Yeah, like, you know, 24 days since our last accident. It's been 24 days since our last accident. Well, okay, you have this potted plant. Yes, I have this potted plant. All right. <laughs> Thank you for checking the torture room. <laughs> Nothing else in there. It just looks pretty rough and scary. Except for this plant! Okay! <laughs> yeah, except for this really nice little plant. Oh, guys. Oh, go ahead. I figured it out. Torture a- was the job. He had hobbies. He had... It's, it's a potato. And its name is Po-tato. <laughs> Is get- that what it was? We're getting a snark. Uh-huh. Oh. How bad do you have to be at torturing for someone to turn into a skeleton while you're trying to get info from them? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we see that in every torture room he, ever. Well, he, <laughs> my thought is he's just having a fight with the janitors and then we'll come in as clean as, and we'll come in and help clean his place. Uh, so, like, his workstation's just looking rough. It's probably Steve's. <laughs> Steve torture. Steve torture. And his right. plant po tato. Alright. Also known as Steve Toe. Steve Toe. 
Alright, where to next? The other door that was on the, the other, other side of the room. Yeah. Alright. So, when you open the door, immediately on the other side of the door, there is a woman in a white gown, um, an older human woman, uh, with like brown curly hair. Um, seems older than what you've heard about Laura. Speaking, uh, waiting down on the other side. You open the door, she says, Oh, hello. Hey, quick question. What are the tally marks on the side of this plant for? She looks at the plant, like, sort of bizarrely, think, like, <laughs> contemplating really hard. It was, it was in the torture room. Its name was Poe. Why did it have tally marks? Looks at it for a minute. Here, let me make you some potatoes for dinner. Please, come in with me. What's the rest of this room look like? Uh, you can't really see much behind her. She's, uh, just... Right in front of the door, it looks just sort of like a stone room behind her, from what you can tell while she's while you're waiting inside the meeting room. You didn't answer my question. What's the tally marks for? I think you should give her the plan. But I love him. All right, we can get another plant. Here, do you do you want this plant? I have this plant. She looks down and she says, Oh, get that thing out of the house. Here, wash up before supper. And walks back into the room and the door sort of closes. Hey, she's not okay. We need her, like, we need to help her. Uh, is the lady in the white dress? Mm-hmm. Is she the one who's like, oh, no, yeah. I have, oh. Is she the only other lady? Like, is she the only person in here? The only person that you saw, you haven't been able to go into the room yet, because right when you opened the door, she was standing right on the other side of the door. The okay. person that we killed that had the well was not Laura. Uh, you didn't investigate it. Oh, no! <laughs> Fair. Okay. She did have the well. <laughs> right. Okay, so I, I follow her into the kitchen, ready mm. for some potatoes for dinner. Yeah, We were being too theatrical and cool to, you know, look for clues... It was a good. It was a good way to handle that situation because pretty much just like took her out before the fight. Right. Um, you open the door uh, into this room, and it's sort of just this dark, musty gray chamber. Uh, you don't see the woman in the white dress anymore. Um, there's a door. Uh, there's a door across the room, and also one to the on the right wall. Um, what do you want? The one on the right <laughs> wall is. Uh, is covered over by a curtain. Um, you hear this this like murky squashing sound sort of around you, but you can't really figure out where it's coming from. May we investigate? I check the curtain. Make uh, make some perception checks. Okay. Yeah. Everyone make one. Ah, I'm gonna. Damn, Guys, you want to go to uh, shit? <laughs> you want to go to the game store tomorrow? Get me any set dice. <laughs> uh, what are we Where looking at? Six? Perception. Yes. Sixteen plus seven. You have the highest by far. Yeah. Um. You. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> um. What the fuck? Sorry. This thing has a plus four dexterity. Um. Oh no. And, 
Um, so you don't... You're not really sure where it's coming from, but you know there's something else in this room sort of about you. Um, and then suddenly the woman in white appears pretty much behind you guys. She says, Oh, you guys didn't wash up. And, uh, this ooze just sort of drops from the floor above her, and you now see this sort of line connecting her to the ceiling, where this strange, like, gray ooze uh, has these faces writhing and moving inside of it as it plops down onto the ground, and you need to roll initiative. That was a natural one. Oh, jeez. You were freaked out by the goo thing. Uh, I got a three modified five. Man, what is up with you? I'm. It didn't even roll well. <sighs> yeah, I need new dice. <laughs> I know I, I'm a man of science, um, but the numbers don't lie, and I've gotten too many ones on that set of die on this die that has passed the water test. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we threw out the ones that didn't pass the water test. That's right. We threw them out. We just put them inside. I hid them. What the fuck? Why is everyone failing this roll? Hey, Henry, are you okay? Has he had dinner? Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, starting out is rain. Um... Rain is uh, 100% not okay with this thing. Yep. Um, so, uh, let me make sure how this thing works. Okay. So she sees the, the like, human-shaped form is connected to the, the goo. So she's just going to make an attack at the, the goo form. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty big. It takes the space of, like, a, a large creature. Um... And that is... Okay, it doesn't have very high C. That is a hit, and that is not a hit. Okay. So, she does only six damage. Not a big hit, but, uh, you know, getting in there. Um, next is uh, Andre's turn. Andre is going to... Um, you know what? He's also going to cast Shatter. Like you did in the last turn. Mm. Alright, so it succeeds, so half damage. So that is 48. 9, 10, 10. Man, everyone's rolling low. So that is 5 damage. Alright. And so this ooze is going to uh, make an attack at rain. Um, and that is a hit. And it is 1d6 plus 4. Alright, so that's 5 damage. So rain takes 5 damage. Alright, and uh, it looks so um, so while you're looking at this form, one of the faces sticks out toward, like in your mind. As you look at it, sort of like the eyes and mouth begin to glow, 
and you need to make a wisdom saving throw. All right. That's a 16. 16? All right. So that is 19 damage. What? Jesus Christ. You take 19 psychic damage um, and become uh, memory drained. Um, when memory drained, you must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from ability checks uh, until a long rest. Damn. That's a one. Yeah, so... Um, but now it is Ridley's turn. Okay. I am going to cast my biggest, baddest um, magic missile at this thing. Biggest, baddest magic missile. So second level. Second level? Yep. All right. That's a three. A two. A two. And a three. 10 plus... Is that night? Wait. 10 plus 12. What? Wait. 16? 10 plus 16? Oh, damn. Yeah, it's 10 plus 16. Yes, 26. 26 magic damage on that boy. Can you roll me a d20 roll? Ah, yeah. Gross. Hey! Uh, what, What check is it? Uh... No, don't apply that to it. Just what you roll. Oh, it, I rolled a fourteen. Um, Soot, it is now your turn. Okay. I'm gonna. So your brain's a little fuzzy. You know you're in danger, but you're sort of having a problem remembering like where you're at and how you got here. You're sort of in like a dreamlike state. Okay. Uh, this crazy ooze, ooze monster that attacked your brain. Has it taken damage? Oh, yeah. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. Okay. And Target needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Gotcha. Yeah, that fails. That's only nine. Okay. So that is... Two D twelves. Two D twelve. Nice. Here, wait. Can I roll that again? Yeah, go for it. Six, and four. Six, so ten. Ten. All right. Nice. All right. So, uh, rain saw the attack that it did and is going to um, take a bonus action heal and is going to heal 1d10 plus her level. Okay, cool. So she heals um, 10 plus 5, so 15. Hell yeah. Awesome. Cool, cool. So now she's going to make her attacks, her double attacks. Ooh, that hits. That hits. All right. And so she's going to do... Actually, 
Keep looking for it. Ten, D10 damage. So 2 plus 9, 11 plus 8, 19 damage. So. Just the simple, easy, high damage of a fighter. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember fondly. Uh, so the ooze is sort of like recoiling um, after all of the damage is taken and is sort of like trying to seep into the walls and stuff. Um, and then uh, you see Andre. Um, sorry, you know, mark off the spell slots. You see Andre. Um, uh, draw his rifle and um, again it just sort of appears in his hand as if it's formed out of sand and he um, takes a shot ooh and that hits so that is a d8 plus 4 hey Andre is this the same that you keep coughing up or like you got in a pouch somewhere or I don't really have a lot of details like that <laughs> got it Cool. All right. Um. Oh shit. So Andre lines up the shot, um, and you see the bullet go straight through and out the other side, um, and this like red spurt flies out as the ooze sort of like deflates around this like fractured red skull left on the ground. Um. What you see is, like, the few, like, bones and remains of a human, as well as a golden locket there on the ground. Hmm. We got... No no other dangers in this room, right? Right. Um. You have defeated the, the Ublex. Ugh. May I ritual detect magic on that thingy? On that... Locket? Uh, locket. Uh, Yes. Okay. Um, that does take ten minutes to do. Is is something gonna? I'm gonna I'm gonna cast it. You cast um, it. Okay. I can cast it as first level, can't I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll just do that. Just use the slot. Yep. Yep. Um. So when you cast it, the locket does not appear magical, but the conjuration magic has now vanished. Um. But you do sense necromancy sort of coming from both directions uh, that you can go. From, like, from the the next doorway and the exit? Like, the uh, way we came in? No, the next doorway and the doorway on the right side wall. Okay. The one that's got the curtain in front of it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go over to the curtain. Oh. I do pick up that locket, though. Okay. Um, so, uh, looking... Looking through the curtain. Sneakily, uh, my Sneakily. Eye. Roll sneak. Roll sneak. Sneak check. Um, you do still have disadvantage on it. Okay. Sneaky. Stealth. Dex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's an 11. Okay. Um, so y- you just, you're just peeking through, so mm-hmm. that, that's not too hard. Um, you see, uh, a man sort of in these really, like, extreme cultist robes. Like, he has sort of, like, bone adorning him, almost like armor. Uh, he's um, got this strange headdress that he is wearing. Um, 
and he's sort of like doing some sort of ritual involving incense and one of those small uh, black obelisks that you saw, the spiritual weapon, and on the medallion, he has like a little figure of it that he has in front of him that he's praying to. This seems to be his chambers. There's like a room to it. You see at the back it leads to the other path that you saw before. What's through the door? Hmm? What's through the door? She's going to leave that guy? Yeah, we'll leave him there for a minute. Okay. Um, on the other side of the door, um, it is pitch black. Um, you see at the far, far distance a little bit of light, but um, it's even like a little hard to discern with your dark vision. You see a little bit of... Uh, you see sort of like some figures just sort of like standing and slowly like leaning back and forth uh, throughout this place. Um, you see you see four or five figures um, in this area. Um, but without going in and like sort of lighting the place up, you can't you don't really know what to what to make of it. Uh, I walk back out of the room. You know okay. I, I walk back into the middle. Um, and I say I think we see the left and right sides of an equation here. Um, I don't want to fight whatever those figures are without killing the necromancer first. That makes sense. You want to you wanna rush him? Or do you want to do what we did with the priest earlier? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> Alright, so... I peek my head around the... Uh, I'll give you one more chance at this knowledge check. Okay. On, on what this on what this god is. I will say... That's I, a 17... The religion. Plus... So that's a modified 20. It finally, like, snaps in your brain. Like, something that, that, that the ooze did to your brain. You're like, you're like, I know that thing. I know that thing. I've seen that thing. What's that thing? What's that thing? It is the it is the obsidian tower that is the symbol of the shadow. Fuck, I knew that. Okay. It's the symbol of the shadow of the Dark Six. Got it. So he is the god of monsters. He's the creator of monsters. And he is the opposite. He is the literal shadow of the god of law in the Sovereign Host. Hey, so he's like super edgelord, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Got it. And think of how the shadow would speak, I guess. <laughs> I pull out my handy-dandy book of parcel tongue. <laughs> and Andre's like, I see what you guys are doing. I want to get in on this. What can I do? <laughs> Alright. So... Even if you... Even if you only had Shatter, that'd be helpful, because I ran out of spell slots. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I got stuff like Mage Hand. Uh, I got guns. I got guns? I got guns. Yeah. All right. I um, <clears throat> can wield any weapon. No, you know, don't think too hard about it. <laughs> can he make a tank? Not really a weapon. More like a ve- That's more like a vehicle. A nuclear bomb? Again, not really a weapon. That's more like a specific ammunition. A rocket launcher. You got one? 
Maybe. Oh, when you say wield any weapon, do you mean you can make any weapon? That too. Sexy. <laughs> like the, the the hammer I gave you earlier, it's just a it's just takes that the was form. You? It's just the form that I give it. It's just like you see he he draw he has the rifle in his hands and he brings his hand over and it becomes a scimitar. Um and sort of like it's just reshaping it like sand, rebuilding it to a different weapon. Okay. Wait, I got it. I need you to make a sword. Okay. Where the blade is a gun. Okay. And the bullets is small swords. Small swords. I'll try. That's a little specific. I can make a sword that's also a gun. The bullets might be a bit of a stretch. Useless. <laughs> Does nothing for me. Does okay. nothing. So back to the shadow. Um. Rain's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I could have stabbed him already. What is happening? <laughs> okay, so back to the shadow. We need to. What do we? What do we say to a necromancer? Uh, pro- don't have to say anything. We could sneak up and attack him. Or we could convince him that he's won the religious lottery and basically the shadow himself wishes to imbue, imbue, take over, imbue, imbue this man. Or, or, saturate, or (laughs) impregnate. Those are synonyms. Don't like that. Don't like that. Those are all synonyms. Impregnate him. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I love it. I hate it. I apologize. Divine conception. Um. By shadow. By the shadow. Uh, by shadow is bad choice of words. I'm sorry, internet. (laughs) 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 Wait, wait, wait. Ouch. (laughs) Took... A turn, huh? Okay. This is terrible. Okay. What are you going to do to him? What are you guess? What are you going to do? Okay, so... You got to make some rolls. Let's go. I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy. Okay. Um, I'm going to... So he's got some candles. He's got some smoke going on. Um, he's sort of just praying right now. Okay. So here's what I want. I want a traveling whisper... That floats in the smoke of the candles. Okay, okay. And what do you say? I'm going to say, um, uh, Necromancer, I have seen your work, and I implore you to take on, or for, to allow me to take on your form. Okay. Uh, roll Deception. Since you have the curtain to hide your, your spell cast. Nice. Not good? It's a four. That's a four? Really, are you doing anything at the same time? Please help! <laughs> um, well, I, I feel like we're, we were both going to cast these spells at the exact same time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what were you doing at that moment, too? Well, no, actually... My, it was going to be that, and then it was going to be what I'm doing. 
uh, and I was going to cast Earth Tremor and make it feel like the ground was opening up for him, for this wicked, wicked man. Uh, uh, and that's a dex save. That's a dex save? Um, let's see. I'm going to say he's a little out of it after that one, so he can get a try. He does fail! <laughs> okay. He fails real bad. Alright, so that does mean he gets 1d6 bludgeoning, which is 6. I do okay. love you. That's a real good... Good broken D6. It's only been rolling sixes. Okay. Um, you gave me loaded dice! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he takes... Um, it is now difficult terrain, right, okay. where, where he's at. In a How big of a space? Ten foot radius. Okay, cool. So it's a pretty small room, probably. Yeah. A good check of his room. Twenty foot diameter. I don't know why different spells in D&D go between radius and diameter. Like I don't either. Yeah. But, um, okay, so he, um, uh, he starts to sort of, like, rise to his feet. Mm. Um, see, uh, you hear him say, who goes there? Um, but Andre is in on it a little bit, too, so he's going to make a shot. Um, you see that he has actually changed his weapon into a longbow, um, so that it would stay quiet, and he's going to take a shot. Uh, that does hit. Is the bow a sword? Uh, is the arrow a sword? Just for oh, you, yeah, the, just the for you, the arrow is a sword. It's like a small dagger. <laughs> um, so what? Uh, Rain has a longbow. What does a longbow do? One d eight. All right. So that is three plus four. So that is seven damage plus his sneak attack. Sneak attack. Where did I write that? Three d six damage. Okay. So 7, 11, 14, ooh, 16. 16 damage. Nice. Alright, so y'all need to roll initiative. He knows where that came from. Oof. 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 Um, nat 1 count is 1 higher now. Oh, jeez. I'm gonna break this with an actual hammer. 17. 17. Alright. Necro Boy. Sits there. Wrigley's on the bottom. Rain. I've been writing Rain is raw, and I just realized she's a bird person. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, that's that's good. I like that. Robert. Robert. How much so 16 damage? How much damage did you do? You did 6 damage? Yep. So that's 22 damage total. To the necromancer. The necromancer, um, he's, you know what? He just got attacked. He's someone impersonating his god. He's gonna, you know, he's he's gonna be sort of the, the shoot first, ask questions later. Um, I need you guys to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, shit. That's an 18. There's my natural 20. Okay, okay. 18, natural 20. Just like that. This is the one good deed that's like my dice is definitely gaslighting me right now. <laughs> Alright. It's so, gaslighting you. Workshop it. I need a good place to set <laughs> you. This spell has too many dice rolls. 
Henry Horse, do 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 Henry Horse, do 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 Henry Horse. Mr. Horse, do 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 Mr. Horse, do 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 Mr. Mr. Henry Horst. <laughs> I don't know. Old name. Thir uh, Thirty-one. Adopted name. Blackjack. Do 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 do. Blackjack. Do 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 do. Okay, I'll take fifteen damage apiece. Oh yeah, we're playing D and D. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I to uh, fireball takes eight d sixes. Jesus. So y'all got half that. It was thirty-one damage. You said I take fifteen damage. Yeah. I'm dead. You're dead? Are you are you down? I'm dead. What do you mean? You're down. I healed earlier. Yeah. Hmm? I have I had twenty two hit points plus fifteen. Oh, so you are unconscious. I'm unconscious. You're unconscious. Okay. Okay. Um Do not panic too much. The Necromancer does not have a lot of HP. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Hmm? Wait. I can't be or I can't die. You're not dying, you're just unconscious. Yeah. But I can't die. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, you're not. You're not even making death saving throws yet. Okay. You need to just hold, hold your turn. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hush, not child. I'm just. I'm really scared. I'm glad. Yeah. That, okay. This is it's the first time you've been down because I don't like to down you guys very much. But also, uh, when you get down, stuff happens. Okay. So stuff's gonna happen. Okay. Hit me harder, you coward. <laughs> I, I was actually really trying to down you with the with the night hag. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I'm king shaming. It makes things interesting. Yeah. And right. I'm ignoring Kayla's comment. Alright. So, um so Come on, stop it. <laughs> ew. Oh jeez. Okay. Well not ew, but no. <laughs> I don't want to be ew, and or ick. Alright. So, uh Rain was not a huge fan of that and is gonna go straight in for the attack. Close that distance. Um so she is now the only one in melee range. Um, that first attack, that might still hit. That does still hit. He has no armor. What am I, what am I thinking? Wait, does he have any... He does not. So that second one still hits. That was a natural five, and that still hits. Let's go rain with her plus seven modifier to that attack. Right. Goddamn. Yep. That's five. That's ten. Um, ten... So it's 18 damage. Alright. Necromancer's looking real rough. Um, when are they not? You know, fair. <laughs> that was mean. To necromancers? <laughs> Who am I insulting? The necromancer? <laughs> um, so, uh, your, your, mystical, your mystical friend over here, uh, Andre, is... Um, Going to cast uh You know what? It's going to cast um haste on you, Ridley. Cause he's worried, he saw that big fireball. Uh he's going to take this opportunity to buff you and back the fuck up. So he cast haste on you. Um, so you can now take an extra action during your turn. You may not need it much, but I think that's what Andre would do in this situation. Hell yeah. This is the first time he's been hit. He's been staying at the back for the good reason. 
Um, so there you go. You got buffed with haste, and uh, I think that's going to be it for his turn. Yeah, he's going to take that action to hide. He is very hidden. Okay. He and, fucking vanished. And you're saying that this necromancer is not looking great? He's not looking great. Okay. No, but it's now your turn, really. Okay. Andre has just vanished. <laughs> okay. Um, he is one with the fucking shadows. <laughs> I can't I can't drop a shield and you... Uh, dropping a shield would be a bonus action, yes? Dropping a shield? Doffing a shield. Um, if you just drop it on the ground, it is a free action. Would would you can, you, you can you can do it if um, I would like. To, okay, here's what I would like to do. I would like to drop my shield and then pull out the dagger. Can I do that? Would take up a bonus action, I would say, because it is okay. doffing a piece of armor and drawing a weapon in the same turn. Okay. If I get an extra action, does that pair up with an extra bonus action? Is that not how that works? You don't get an extra bonus action. Okay. Never mind. You can basically take your attack action twice, though. Okay, yeah. If you want to. Or you can cast two spells. Um, Is that right? I don't know if you... I don't believe you can cast a spell haste. You can cast a spell, and your second action can be an attack. Or one of the other main actions, but not casting a second spell. Haste has weird rules. I'm not super worried about them, but it's a little busted. (laughs) In that case... (laughs) I will stack that with my quicken spell, and I will use up my last three spell you slots. You might not. You definitely don't need to go. That I will hand. use up my last three spell slots with magic Avenge, missile on Avenge this man. Soot. Yeah, uh, I think I don't think we need to do that math. You just need to tell me what it looks like. Um, what is this ultimate kamehameha? So, so like my face is defo burned, right? Like he caught me with like fifteen damage. I've got yeah. Like I'm over. You're definitely singed real good. I'm like I'm three quarters of the way tor- towards being unconscious, and so like things are looking pretty rough for me personally, and so it's unconscious, um, and so like all those feelings are piling up, and like, do I like looting? Is that just because I'm broke? Do I need to just like get into? <laughs> do I just need to get into investments? Um, and so like all of these different stresses and frustrations all mm. go into these this ultimate magic missile. Um, yeah, into nine different nine. Superpowered magic missile darts at this point. Jesus. Man. Yeah, I'm using up all three of them. Uh, make that extra d20 roll. That is an 18. Okay. Um, so, uh, he did. You killed it him. Okay. You killed you kill him. Good. Necromancer is down. Soot is unconscious. Um, we didn't get around to Sit's rolls, so Sit has not yet rolled a death saving throw or anything. Um, but you guys can check on her, get her stabilized. Um, I've actually, I've never had to do that. Can I stabilize somebody? Do I make a medicine check? You make a medicine check. If you want, I think I have a health potion. Yeah, I think y'all are carrying some health potions. Just funnel it down my throat if you want. You can, you can feed other people health potions. I can? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I... I've never seen a game where they don't let you do that. That seems dumb. Okay. It's magic. Fuck it. I, I pull it out and do the, the little, like, cheek thing. <laughs> like in Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah. And I pour it in there. Alright. Health potion used. Uh, you are awake and you have to... You heal... 2d4s 
plus two? Um, so actually... Right, max. So eight um, plus two, so you kill ten. I'm going to do circle of morality, or... Mortality. Mortality, and, um... Yeah, you'll heal the full amount. Yeah, and so does so, everyone else. Of a healing potion? Yeah, because it's a... It's a group heal thing? No, no it's whenever you cast uh, okay. one of the spells. Or any healing that is done. But okay. no, you, you do heal the full amount, so you heal ten. Okay. Um... Uh, but this is the first time you've been down, so we will have to do a thing. Do, we're doing doing a thing. Also, I got a text message. Okay. Um. Let's see here, my handy dandy dungeon master's guide, because I don't play a meat grinder campaign. I'm not trying to kill y'all or down y'all. Yeah. I, I've thought about it. Like, what would that look like? But I'm also like, that doesn't sound fun to me. Mm, I'd rather fair. you guys like your characters and get to where you care if your character dies. Like, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather get to that stuff. One shots are where characters can die. Yeah, put me through a one shot meat grinder. That's okay. We'll try that. We'll try that at some point. <gasps> one shot meat grinder. It's actually just like the y'all role chamber. play. Y'all y'all just y'all just had that experience where hey, someone threw a fucking god spell at you for a second. What do y'all? How how is it processing that? Ow. 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 <laughs> you, you, you okay? Ow. Did I die? I don't think so. I think you were, you were out for a second there. Friends, let's all admit how rough Soot's been today. Does not, might not even remember that's their name. <laughs> also got KO'd. Yeah? You you good? Ow. I, mean, I just kind of got here, but yeah. like, that's... I've already seen one too many dead bodies of people who I don't think deserved it. Oh, Those thanks. other cultists I don't really care about. But like, I mean... Thanks, man. You're, I you're like it. You're like a priest. That's not good. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's like bad to kill priests, typically. Yeah. Again, those guys don't count. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we we are we are making the differentiation of of cult and religion here. Yeah, yeah, that guy was a problem that needed to be solved. Um, where is it? Combat. So am I gonna be afraid of fire now, or maybe that's up to you. Oh no. <laughs> or am I gonna have a dope scar? You could be like uh, Bruce Wayne and just. Call yourself Fireman now. Where is it? It is I, the ball of fire. And then, like, my theme song is Goodness Gracious, <laughs> Great Balls of Fire. Mm. Nice. I should have prepared for this, but I also didn't know that you guys would be like, I didn't know this would be happening. <laughs> That's fair. I did not think this would be happening. Uh-huh. All right. So. So, uh. Let's see. That's new. I don't think I've ever been rendered unconscious <laughs> before. That seems really unhealthy. It, yeah, it's like super bad for you. <laughs> All right, it's not too bad, but you do have, um... You are going to have some permanent scars. Um, 
from where you were standing, you probably have some scarring like up your up your arm from where the fireball hit you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're always gonna have those burns on you. Oh shit! I'm gonna look like Zuko. Fuck yes. A little bit. Um, now how how would Soot feel about fire after that? Or necromancers? I don't know. I mean, as a cleric, you probably don't have a great relationship to necromancers either way. Probably not a huge fan. Probably doesn't really care much about necromancers. Fire. Probably upset about. Because, mm-hmm. like, what's the difference between a, a death a cleric of death and a necromancer? I'd do it better. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Alright. <laughs> Stone. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was looking up the lingering in- injury table. You know, for reasons. Well, at least I don't, like, have a limp or something, so that's... Yeah, yeah. Fun. I can still use my arm, right? Yes, definitely. Okay, um, cool. It's It's gonna sting for a while. I mean, you're still very injured, like you... Yeah, I hurt real bad, guys. Yeah, we need to get out now. I don't think we can um, take anything else. I mean... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you want to... What? So, what do you do here in the necromancer's room? Loot him. Loot the fuck out of him. Because <laughs> fuck him, that's why. He had 33 gold pieces on him. Good. Yes. Also, can I take his obelisk and shove it up his own ass? Oh, that's a little... That's a little dark. That's a little... You should roll a wisdom save for that. You should... How did you process the fact that you thought that? Uh, 19 plus 4. Okay. That's a... You have a dark moment. You, uh... You know, talking to you not really having memories at the moment. You're like, hey, remember you're a cleric? You are a... Fair point. Andre's just sort of off the side, like, laughing. Just like, oh, shit! (laughs) Wait, did... And Rain's more just like, what the fuck? Wait, did... Are Are they saying these things because Sit asked out loud or because Sit did it? I assume so did it. I did. She committed and did the dice roll and everything, so... Okay. Like, that's fucked up. Hey. It's okay. That's where the dark six belongs. That's not super lawful good of you. (laughs) I'm... Am I lawful good? Is that what I am? Really did turn when when that happened. He did not look at that. I'm lawful neutral. Yeah, but you're also a cleric of funeral rites. That's the opposite of... That's funeral wrongs. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, consider that. There will be dreams later. That's fine. <laughs> right now, so it feels really good. Alright, so, you found some gold? Uh, you have... Uh, where do you go now? Out. 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 Do we want to see if the the Hall of Figures, like, even is up anymore, or... I'm a little worried for us. Look, I'll be fine. Most likely. Alright, let me do it. <laughs> okay. If you go check, um, the figures have all collapsed now. Oh, sweet. Yeah. You uh, kill a necromancer. Can we look around the room? Uh, yeah, it's mostly... It leads to, like, a cave, sort of, on the edge of town. Like, you're, you can see the suburban area that you came from, but you're sort of, like... Just at some sort of cave out oh, yeah. here with some I dead zombies. I forgot we were in some white lady's like basement named Karen. Like, <laughs> I don't know her name. I'm assuming it's Karen. her name was Mrs. Basker. Yeah, 
You got that. Karen Basker. But, uh, you, uh, yeah, you're just kind of outside, like, on the edge of town now. Huh. Huh. What are the odds that that trapdoor will let me out here? <laughs> well, let's go find a hospital. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yep. So, you're able to go get patched up. Um, people are very confused about it. You do still have the well of a rock. You do still. Oh yeah, we gotta go to a church. Can I drink six flasks, or like six like handles of whiskey? I feel like I deserve this. <laughs> after. After we, after it's put back. Okay. Um. So, do you go to, you're going to the church now? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, and, you enter the, you enter the church, and um. <sighs> you are greeted by, a, by um. A couple of the priests who saw you before, they they see that you're you're pretty roughed up, and they're like, "Oh, please come sit down. We'll we'll take care of you. We'll uh, we'll help you and your friends." Um, and they sort of like you get some you get some healing hands going, uh, and they're they're healing you guys up. It's not gonna be fully healing, but like most of your major wounds are taken care of and stuff like that. Mm. Um, the scarring doesn't go away, but you are um, you are feeling a lot better. Um, okay. And then uh, High Priest Leto comes and finds you and says, um, Oh, well, welcome back, you two. Um, d- we heard the well was being delivered and then that it never came. Well, I dig into my bag and I say, It's here. You're not going to have them steal it from you ever again. Uh, and he, he very carefully takes it from you and he goes, Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Little sloppy baloney sounds. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> here, um, Soot, if you would, would you come with me to the altar? Of course. Sure. Um, so, like, you're, you're healed up pretty well right now. Yeah. Um, he takes you over to the altar, um, and he places the, um, he places the medallion onto it. Um, says, I know you... Are, you are a cleric of Balinor, but the Sovereign Host are all multiple pieces of the of the whole that is our experiences. We right, right. We all serve the same faith through the many parts of our gods. Right. And I believe that I can give something to you to help you take a piece of Ara with you, so that you may. Wield it on your journey so that it may help you, just as you carry that boon around your neck right now that Balinor has granted you. Um, uh, if you have time, um, I know it's very late, but I can teach you the incantation and we can perform the ritual here that you may use the well and you will gain a blessing of a Ra. Would, would you be okay with that? Would you care to stay? Yes, and she starts crying. <laughs> It's okay. I will, I will send your friends along. They can go speak to the police. But we will here. We will learn this ritual, and I will teach you um, what I can. I really appreciate it. <laughs> also, I feel like I need to like tell you because I wasn't in my right frame of mind. That I shoved an obelisk up that necromancer's <laughs> butt that, after he was dead. What, what the hell? And <laughs> what the hell? And I feel guilty she, for it now. Um. Uh, I don't know if I deserve this. 
Um, one of the uh, other preachers comes in and uh, he says, um, Hey, uh, I was... I noticed you had some sort of curse on you. Are you okay? We... I had... We cleansed something that was... <laughs> Sorry. We cleansed something that was weighing on you. Are you alright? And uh, Leto like, looks at him and is like, Hey, go... One, one minute. <laughs> He's like, um, Yeah, that's... Um, that is really not okay. What did you see down there? What was... What was happening? It was... There were so many... So many bodies... And there were people... And this necromancer... Like, took this family... And created a monster of this family... And then he tried to... He killed me... And, you gotta stop saying that. Okay. It's definitely unconscious. Okay. You were he, definitely knocked unconscious. <laughs> knocked me unconscious. And he almost, like, he could have killed my friends. And whenever I came back, we were just kind of going through the room and everything. And I shoved an obelisk up his butt. Uh, I, I see. Because I felt that's where the Dark Six needed to go. We have much to discuss. <laughs> and then we pan over to Ridley, Rain, and Andre at the um, getting healed up and stuff like that. You guys are getting taken care of. Um, you guys have been patched up by some of the priests. Um, one of the priests comes out and lets you know. Um, I believe your friend will be staying here and um, learning a little bit. Um, I know uh, you two were traveling together um, Mr. Parrish, mm-hmm. um, I think we will um, send her your way whenever uh, all said and done. Um, if you wish to head on to the, the guards and let them know what's, what's happened, uh, we will make sure that Soot is well taken care of. That sounds good. I think I'll, I'll probably stay there the night. All right. Um, so... Um, uh, so you, Rain, and Andre uh, head out into um, out into Fairhaven. It is definitely four a.m. now, um, and uh, Andre says, uh, "Well, that was a fun night and a good distraction. I think I might, you know, find my way around this place a little bit. Nice to meet you. Maybe I'll catch you guys another way." And uh, Rain says, hey, I really didn't forget that you jumped out of a train. <laughs> and um, starts sort of like dragging him along with you two. <laughs> um, so you guys make it to the police station. Um, do you have anything you want to like ask either of them like while you're on your way and stuff like that? Um, yeah, hey, Andre, the uh, sand you keep using, what kind of magic is that? I know we talked about like what you can do with it. Uh, what is that? Um, it is very, very old and not from this world. I don't think. Um, the doesn't tell me much about it. Um, but you it, see him sort of like moving the sand like between his fingers, and it like takes shape of like different weapons and things like that. You say he doesn't tell you much? Um. Yeah. So you see, you see these things on my arm. 
Yeah. I found them in a very old temple um, down in Kryir. Um, I went searching through the Mornlands because there's all kinds of stuff to find there. Clearly. And I found this, and when I put them on, I was contacted by uh, a, a genie who offered me uh, wishes. And uh, I wished for some power, and I am slowly learning more and more how to use it. You use up He's those... a warlock! <laughs> That is the dopest shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's very cool. It's um Huh. It's proven very useful. Did he give you like a limited number of wishes or was he like anything, whatever, it's totally fine. Uh No, it was it was a little it was a little more vague. Um Ooh. you know I did, I I stopped at the magic. Not gonna think about it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I was uh, I was just a, a just a treasure hunter, and I've I've figured. I guess I've come out a little better. I got I got something from it, right? Hell yeah! I don't know how to take these off, but you know. Yeah. I'm sure that problem will solve itself eventually. <laughs> you know. What's your genie's name? Oh yeah. What's your genie's name? <laughs> Uh, he doesn't feel like telling me much of anything. Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he is Smith. You know, Smith. stuff about me being a mortal servant and all that. Mm. Doesn't tell me much. Ouch. Uh, you know, sort of like fairies. Names are big deals. Fair. Oh, wait. Since ears burn very little <laughs> bit. Man. Well? You, you know, names have power and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Are you Hellboy? I get it. <laughs> um, so you make it back to the police station. Um, Rain sort of like gives the full report. Um, they come to uh, you two and say, um, uh, "I believe that the um, from what uh, Lieutenant uh, Shosen tells me, you two helped in bringing down." Uh, a bounty that was actually posted. Um, you, oh, cool. Um, I believe that what you encountered was likely linked to the uh, zombies that were spotted outside. Shit! So, I believe that you had helped clear that. Um, we have a standard fee for um, for clearing out monsters and such, um, as well as based on what uh, Ms. Chosen has told us of the difficulty there. Um, so, uh, here's your standard fee, and it's 175 gold. Um, and, uh... Fantastic. And, um, so, I guess while they, um, so did you want to, like, just stay there, or did you want to find, like, a hotel that could be sent to later or anything like that? Um, Ridley definitely definitely wasn't thinking about that. He's, like, Mm -hmm. actually kind of excited to be part of, like, 
a group that's fighting things that are like objectively evil, and so he like is jumping all in and is like, "Can I stay the night here, guys? <laughs> I'm just gonna get up early in the morning and start taking bounties." And they're like, uh, "Yeah, well, we can we can set you up a place um, to stay the night." Yeah. Um, and then, uh, as you're sort of hanging out there in the entry area, um, a few guards come in that have sort of. Um, this strange like glimmer weave um, over their outfit it's sort of like this this almost like coating that goes over their whole bodies um, and you hear that um, the quarantine at the station was successful um, but we have heard a rumor that someone got out but there's no indication of anyone missing from the train and Andre has disappeared and that's where we're going to end this session. <laughs> okay. So there you go. I was like, Quart- what court? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Neat. Um, also, uh, y'all's prizes. Um, you don't know, uh, like, so after your, after your long rest, you, you uh, understand, like, what some of the stuff that you found was. And so the deck of cards is a deck of illusions, and I'll send you the what that stuff does um, later on. Okay. Um, hanging out with that with that pot, you get a sense that another tally mark appears um, as the sun rises the next morning, um, and you ask around uh, if people know anything about it, um, and you find that uh, one who studies like from the the domain of knowledge can lets you know that this is. Likely a pot of awakening. It's pretty rare. Usually, uh, wizards make them. They're, um, usually once the plant grows, uh, I don't know, after a certain amount of time, it comes, it can come to life. Not sure what that means. I always thought plants were alive. Whatever. Um, then, uh, the gold locket is worth 25 gold. And the black pearl is worth 500 gold. Yes! Um, I don't feel bad for not sharing my loot with you now. <laughs> um, so, there you go. I'm perfectly okay with only having this big-ass pearl. <laughs> or y'all could, like, split it plant. if y'all really wanted to. But <laughs> nah. Big-ass pearl and a plant. Yeah. So, there you go. That's, uh, that's where I'm going to end the episode tonight. Hope y'all enjoy. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode and know someone else who would, please share it. See you next week.